So whatever, learned my lesson. It was a five thousand dollar lesson, so yeah, that's how much I've spent on my truck, including all the maintenance I've done to it. I like my little Ford Fusion. Yeah, fusions. I had a Fusion. It was nice. I just it was just recently it was too slow for me. I couldn't, I couldn't handle the slowness. I don't need to go fast. <laughs> See, that's my problem. No, I just I'm uh, a speed demon. I recently changed the brake pads and calipers on it and the guy that was helping me or i should say the guy that was doing it all he uh he said it it still runs like it's got 325 on but it's i think still you're runs. all did you say your alternator is just about shut because no. it's whining he said there's power behind it but yes i know the alternator isn't yeah it. that's not a bad fix though so. alternators no. like i think they're like 200 bucks which isn't too bad yeah or you can go to uh ljq in stony creek there give them a call they're the wreckers there. Not too bad to install in some cars either because they're usually mounted on the top somewhere. Oh, oh yeah, so that's, yeah, it makes it easy to get to, maybe right? Maybe it's a project for Jesse and Eric. There you go. You don't know. have to even put your car in a lift. Uh, <clears throat> I think I'm going to boost my voice a bit. Sure. Just a tad. So there's two cameras? Yes. There's, so that okay. one is on you. Yeah. yeah. So anytime, but some people, because we deal with politicians, small, voice, not voice, voice, small test, test, test. celebrities, but people who have been on camera before. So yeah. if you want to address the camera, you can address it to that. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll be running for mayor next year. No. <laughs> Would never do that. <laughs> it's an interesting thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's... Let's, but in general, that's funny. Talk. let's start. We can yeah. talk. We can talk about anything, including the running for mayor thing, if yeah. you want to. Well, then, okay. welcome to a funny thing happened on the way to the podcast. I'm Jesse, and I'm Eric, and this is Bobby. Bobby, your, your last name is actually Seal. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, so it is Bobby Seal, like the famous Bobby Seal. Okay, <laughs> you know who the famous Bobby Seal is, right? Yeah, Black Panthers. So, thank you. <laughs> that's a great way to <laughs> a great remember. Great opening, you. right? Um. We met Bobby at a wedding, so this is yes. definitely, I should say, we met Bobby at a wedding. He hired us. It's true. We were on his payroll. Met at my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> we, did, we didn't just show up and be like, hey, look at this. Hi, Bobby. No. That'd so, be great, actually, because then I would have had free film and pictures. Yes. Then we just showed up and started filming. I'm tremendous like, okay, value. Yeah. yeah. So this, this is definitely the most unique way that I've ever, I've ever regrouped with a... Full circle? Yeah. So here we are. So to break the ice on that, we're talking to you... Because you're in a very, I would consider large group as compared to it probably was maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah. Group of people that are growing their own marijuana. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> as it used to be called. I'm sure there's still a small group of people or large group of people that are still calling it that. Let's devil's lettuce? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's still a stigma. Oh, Big time. There's memes. There's definitely still a stigma. Oh, yeah. And you can see it. It's 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 there. Yeah. In public, it's weird. I don't. I don't really know. Like compared to how, say, someone like my parents used to talk to me about weed. I mean, mind yeah. you, I was a kid at the time, but you know, they, they portrayed it as the worst thing ever, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, I mean, they know my brother at least smokes quite a lot of weed. Yeah. And they don't seem upset particularly about that. And. Uh, it seems like they're younger they're, brother though. Younger that brother. could probably be it too though, right? Mm. Usually the younger sibling gets away with a lot more, right? I don't know. But then how old are your parents though too? 
They're in their 40s and 50s. Yeah, okay. So my parents are 65, cool. right? Yeah, they, yeah, well, they grew up in the, like the 70s and, yeah. you know, 60s, 70s. And that so era... So they've done worse. Yeah, they, like, that was like... That was my, the first thing my dad did was LSD. Don't worry. Psychedelic legalization's next. <laughs> it's coming. Microdosing of mushrooms. Oh, That's being tested it. right yeah. now. It's, it's a neat thing. I, I kind of hope that at least... I think Terence McKenna and lots of other people have advocated for the sort of idea that things that are vegetables or that they just grow yeah. in, their, in their plain form should probably be legal. Yeah. It's certain things like, even stuff like wine and beer weren't really a problem until humans discovered how to distill liquors and then yeah. suddenly you had alcohol poisoning and lots of other issues that were associated with that. So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's a lot of the same thing. And, and cannabis is probably one of the most mild of the drugs that you oh, can take. Oh, for sure, yeah. It's, it's the government seeing those tax dollars at yes, work. That's what like, did hey, it. Exactly. You know if we can legalize mushrooms, oh, we'll be raking it in. With a totally different demographic. I don't, know if, I don't think I don't mushrooms know. are worth that much. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they are. Because oh, if you were to buy mushrooms, you could get mushrooms for like five bucks a gram. Mm-hmm. And I bet you could even get and them cheaper. I believe that the a typical dose for somebody that wants to pass, you know, a plausible threshold of maybe not getting too high mm. is what like four grams you would oh, probably you would that, go on a crazy trip i think you do grams. like half a gram i last i did them once and i was 18 okay and i have never done them me either i it sound interesting there, yes. you you could do half a gram and that would that would do you good You'd be <laughs> fine. yeah i made the mistake of really? doing a gram and a half and i was tripping out for six hours so i have a, I have a friend like an adventure <laughs> it I, starts as an adventure and then fair. it ends as death <laughs> i had a friend that did <laughs> um <laughs> he, he wanted to do quite a lot it was his first time and pretty i don't think he's done it many times more than that but yeah he took four grams on his first time oh my god and it didn't sound like the most crazy experience ever. He said it was really neat. Like he was, yeah. they did it in the middle of the night, and I guess it was a very moonlit night. But they were camping. Group, no, just oh. in the in their hometown, and they were walking around all night long. And, That's and ballsy. They they said that they would go to an open field where it was all moonlit, and it would feel like you're on a different planet. Like it was cool, yeah. But it wasn't like breaking the boundaries within your mind, kind of. No, you you high. still knew you were like you knew who you were. But things look trippy. That's the cool thing. Like yeah. uh, popcorn ceilings, when you look at them, so, they start swirling. Oh, really? Yeah, Ooh, like a tornado. Cool. It's really neat. There was um, a poster of Jimi Hendrix in my buddy's basement, like one of those glow-in-the-dark ones, playing the guitar, right? And then next thing you know, he's coming out of the poster playing the guitar, and I was like, I didn't know drugs could do this. Like, this is insane. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. So that was the first... Like a little bit, but I did them at a party, and my buddy did them with me. Oh dear! See, social mm. environments are not the worst place to do. It, yeah. Go camping. That's the best That's thing right. I heard. And I wish I did them camping because I was loving it until my friend was like, "I'm having the worst time of my life." And then and I was they, like, oh, "I'm having the worst time of my life now." It, yeah, yeah, because I thought, "Oh man, he's having a bad time. I must be having a bad time." The next three hours were just like nosedive, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, so I guess don't do that's what freaks don't me do out. too much. Yeah, but you just gotta you gotta do a, like the right amount, right? So but. a lot of psychedelics have in common that they sort of dissolve boundaries in your mind, and, and you sort of get to know things about yourself you wouldn't have thought otherwise. But lots of them, especially mushrooms, make you very open to social influence. So yeah, yeah, things things like that would have a big impact on you. I don't think LSD is as bad for that, and 
I'm not sure about that. Like other psychedelics, like DMT, you're not going to have any social experience if you're doing it. Yeah, I believe that's more like it's almost like blacking out and going to a different world. <laughs> yeah. From what I've might as well do heroin at that point. Well, it's not really addictive like heroin. Yeah, I guess mine's an addiction, right? See, the psychedelic drugs are not um, drugs that necessarily make you feel good or like numb some kind of pain yeah they're kind of like thinking drugs where they yeah you're you're kind of exploring your mind i guess really right which is um there's a lot to explore (laughs) and with cannabis it's a very mild form of that for sure i know if if you take it in super high like quantities you can definitely have sort of boundary breaking experiences even stuff like um there's, there's certain visual, visual hallucinations. Like, if you have a lot, you could probably see, like, a room sort of look like it's bigger than it actually is. Or just strange Maybe on things edibles. Like on edibles, you think? Yeah, because unless you have really strong weed. Yeah. The most I've ever had is uh, 200 milligrams in, like, a little uh, chocolate bar, right? But I did two. That's of, a lot. But I did two of those. Yeah. So I had 400 milligrams. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I, I felt... Uh, Good. No, actually, I felt like shit because <laughs> I, I I felt so high that it was like it, it felt like when I did too much mushrooms, where I felt like I'd always be high for the rest of my life. But I knew from experience that that's not going to happen. So in my head, I was like, "Ah, you're just too high right now." So I, I tried to go to bed, but my friend wouldn't let me. So that ruined that. But. Going to bed apparently isn't a good trick either. If you're still very coffee awake. works or a hot shower, that'd be interesting. My friend who went to bed before the trip was done said that that was the only time when he was actually a little bit scared because he started hearing voices in his head that he really? didn't think were his own voice. He did crack. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did four grams of mushrooms. That's what he did. Oh, mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Four grams of crack. <laughs> four grams of crack. I thought we were talking about That's, weed there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Not weed. I was going to say, he's definitely tripping on something else. <laughs> you start hearing, well, if you have, if you induce schizophrenia, like the one thing that's warned about on the label of this. Yeah, that's a funny thing. Canada. I think, to be Ontario. honest. Warning, adolescents are at greater risk of harms from cannabis. Early and regular use increases the risk of psychosis and schizophrenia. Yeah, and there was a study done years ago about that. And I think the schizophrenia thing has to do more with a person individually like their mind where their mind's at right it the argument is that they were likely predisposed to it to begin yeah. with but cannabis might induce it quicker yeah it's, it's, it's just like the myth of uh, like that weed is a gateway drug that that no. myth's been debunked yeah. by scientists it's, that is not a gateway drug but, it, <laughs> but it's drug. a little bit different in that it, it kind of is and here's how i'm going to argue that it is <laughs> People that are open to experiences, and and I'm going to say tobacco is a gateway drug, caffeine is a great gateway drug, pretty much any drug that people are going to take, uh, Tylenol is a gateway drug, it opens you up to different types of pills, right? It's it's an openness to experiences. If you're going to take one drug, the chances of you taking another drug are probably a lot higher than somebody that would not ever smoke weed. That would be a like a predetermined thing though in, in the type of person you are right like like if you have an addictive personality well, yeah we're you, basing that yeah. on addictive personality sure right? like i don't have addictive personality at all like i could smoke a joint one day and go like a couple of weeks yeah. without no, no, I'm, I'm not saying that it's addictive necessarily i'm saying that it's a, a gateway drug in that let's just say you 
It's an early drug. It's, it's at the beginning. It's at the, at the yeah, gateway. Yeah, it's so, usually the first thing people do, you, right? Yeah, you ask somebody who actually gate. is an addict or, or <laughs> does other drugs if they've ever smoked weed. They'll probably answer yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Although, a, a now that thing. being said, statistically, if you walk down the street and ask almost anybody if they've ever smoked weed, a good chunk of them will say yes. Yeah, especially yeah. now. Well, in Canada, of course. But Especially so, now. People will be more honest with you. Now. I, I will smoke weed, no problem. I will not do meth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I've never had the urge to shoot up. No, me either. It doesn't look fun. Mushrooms is probably as far as I would go, but that's a different. Just like you said before, it's a different. It's a. But you also say spectrum, that. But you right? said it was like ten years ago that you did it. It was right? more than that. More, Fuck, right. I was, I was eighteen. So. Yeah, it was. I, I would ago. definitely try it again, but I would do it in a smaller amounts. And I wouldn't do it in uh, in that same environment, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't, you know, start going. Oh, let's do mushrooms every weekend. So kind no of thing. mushrooms at a wedding. No, 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 not at all. Maybe someone there might have done it, but <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> you never know with that group of people. It was fun. Think yeah. of, I'm trying to think of the comedian, I believe who it was, who said this, but he was basically talking about. I, I know you're a talking. Good about. drug is one that essentially lets you put it down. It, by yeah. doing it makes you less likely to want to do it. So, for instance, with psychedelic mushrooms, I, many people report after they take it, they feel strongly that while they had a good experience, they really don't feel like they want to take it for a very long time. Yeah, after that. well, it's been 15 years yeah. for me. <laughs> and then maybe the interest comes back, but it, it sort of limits yeah. itself. You never want to really yeah. do it again. Just like if try it again. If you thing, keep right? doing it every couple of days, you're going to wear oh. yourself yeah. out. You probably wouldn't be able to do it anymore. No, because no. you just you just probably lose your mind whereas there's <laughs> other drugs that sort of feed into <laughs> probably themselves not, but you never know like yeah. for instance a, a cocaine addiction makes you want more cocaine like now all like the it's, time <laughs> yeah and, and even caffeine start drinking coffee every day you're gonna get dependent on coffee that's true yeah i'm de- big, i'm definitely dependent on coffee yeah i can't wake up in the morning without a coffee which is kind of crazy i'm not <laughs> well you like tea yeah, but not every morning, no. definitely. Tea is it's definitely milder. I don't really Green tea's a good one to to stick to. No, I'm I'm a maybe glass of water in the morning, but really that's yeah? it. Yeah? Really? Yeah. I like matcha tea. I've been drinking that a lot instead of I, coffee. I have matcha mm-hmm. tea. And if I do drink I mean, I've never taken more than like a sip of coffee or Really? Maybe, yep. Or maybe an espresso if I'm if I'm told. Espresso? But you won't do coffee, eh? Like, you see, that's like the... Espresso is a high-class high kind of... You're sitting <laughs> yeah, down with yeah. a well, no. Italian Jared. friend or something. Well, it's my Portuguese side of the a family. Bit of froth on the top there, you know? They're like, do you want some espresso? I'm like, not really. And then I do. And I'm like, this is why I don't drink it. Because it doesn't oh, taste good. No, it doesn't. It tastes terrible. What about energy drinks? Do you use those to get through your day sometimes? Uh, no. When I was working night shifts, I did the five-hour energy. Yeah. But that was just because going from days to nights was... It's hard I couldn't to do it. I'd imagine. Yeah, it was really hard, but I, I wouldn't want to do them on a regular no. basis. They're, they're terrible for you. Oh, they're, they're terrible brutal. for you. Yeah. I have occasionally used them, especially like last summer was big because it was a mix of multiple different jobs and whatnot. But in general, I try to avoid them, A, because they're not cheap. Yeah. And B, because That's they are not good for you. No, they're terrible for you. The, I use them very sparingly. Like, for instance, the only time I've used one <laughs> in the past half a year or so was at a wedding we did um, last weekend. Because I am a, I am as awake as I get from about, uh, I'm going to say 5.30 in the morning until yeah. about 7 p.m. 
then I'm tired. But this mm-hmm. wedding I was hired to work was 1.30 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. Yeah, it's and 12 hours like, of just... Eh. So I took an energy drink at about 10.30 at night. It works tremendously. But you, you crash hard. Did you crash hard? Not really, no. I crash hard. I, I went to bed long before. I was in bed probably around 3 a.m. and it still had... Really? No. Justin was yeah. also doing the wedding with Eric from 1.30 to 1.30. And he, he has a blatant disregard for all things healthy. <laughs> so he had two of the Monster oh Energy Oh, my drinks. God. Then he came home and I thought he was going to die. <laughs> He did not. <laughs> he didn't seem that bad in the car at home. I, I drove him home. Um, when I first started going to the gym again, as you can tell. Um, Me too. <laughs> I used some of, Justin has, uh, like, energy powder. Uh, oh, like, like to mix with water? Yeah, to mix with water. And I didn't read the instructions. Yeah. I, th- I didn't real. I thought it was less potent than it was because of powder yeah so i yeah. mix quite a bit of it and on the treadmill i'm like yeah i'm gonna die this is it like i, <laughs> I drank way too much of that that's like the pre-workout it was not yeah i know but it wasn't good that stuff's even worse so i don't do that anymore it's <laughs> just pure water at the gym try working out high it that's going for a run i heard that's really uh, good amazing I guess we should talk a little bit more about weed. You brought a high CBD We can strain. talk about whatever we yeah, want. Yeah, but I, I want to. This is like a mushroom podcast right now. <laughs> I have a lot of energy right now Shrooms. for some reason, so it's fine. You brought a CBD. a CBD, high CBD strain of weed, which means it does not have the psychoactive component THC in a significant amount. Yep. So, for instance, you could smoke this, quite a lot Cover of it, up. and not have the impairing effects that THC would bring you. Yeah. So that's what we did before the podcast, and and just as it's supposed to like mitigate pain and certain things yeah. like that. I don't know if it's doing that. But you know, it do, you wanna, yeah. do you want to know something? What's that? I I thought today was going to be horrible. I had really? this done today. Really? And up until about an hour ago, I couldn't talk. So I thought <laughs> this is the worst time to do it, and the numbing went away. But the pain in my teeth started to come back because they're just freshly drilled. Yeah. It disappeared. Really? really? It feels good. See, I, I get aches and pain just because I build houses for a living. Yeah. I don't know if it's any different. I'm not sure yet. I, I think, feel good. I think uh, for me what works with the CBD is the oil. The oil. And it's because the way you your body absorbs it. So it's just like drops, right? You just put it underneath your tongue. Mm. And then your body just absorbs it a lot quicker. Where you might, this might work for you really well. But for me and him, it doesn't work as well, right? But I find the oil works really well. And it's like instant relief. And also for sleeping, the oil is great for sleeping. You stop, you don't dream, you sleep all night. I like dreams. That's the weird thing about weed too, because most of the time when I've smoked it, it's been later in the day. So you're typically still under the influence when you go to bed. Mm -hmm. The sleep that you get feels immensely restful, like. But at you the same dream time, on THC, like, you don't dream. Yeah, it's this weird thing where, like, you just you go and lights out. Like, you think it'd be that. the opposite, right? Yeah, no, but and it doesn't it, stop you from dreaming. No, I like dreams. <laughs> I, do, I do too. I don't want that. <laughs> it is oddly refreshing once in a while to just like crash oh, and then feels wake up. Great during the yeah. week as well. Oh, it's great. No, I always crash. Like that's <laughs> one of. One it's of the, hard for me to go to bed. Sometimes. One of the biggest issues in a relationship with jesse is the fact that when i go to bed there's a very small window to do anything and that means talking that means <laughs> you know what and if not i'm out yeah and my girlfriend screws with me because she'll get just to the point where i'm falling asleep 
and I will sleep talk to her. Oh, that's the worst. And she knows it. In fact, every girlfriend I've ever had has manipulated that in some way. <laughs> and <laughs> it's not good. Not that it's evil by any means. <laughs> but yeah, they get they I say some of the stupidest things. I I told a girlfriend once that Tila really loves taking pictures of the texture of oranges. I don't know why. But just weird stuff like it's a cool that. Texture. <laughs> just weird stuff like that. Good macro photography. Uh, they say that I can say some of the weirdest things. Did Tila confirm on. this? No, I was. It was. And I don't know. She's never. She's never shown me a picture of an orange. That's for sure. No. But no, I crash. I do, and I like my dreams because if I didn't dream, half the stories that I write would be nothing. So I like the dreams. Or go by day by day experiences. You should see the stuff I hear at work. It's hilarious. I could. There's so many. I've said this you guys need so to start times. writing. I could write a comedy sh- sh- TV show or something based on the things that actually happen at my job. So oh, that's start, what I want to do. There's a guy in my writing. work. I want to do a cartoon about him. He just the things he says are hilarious. And start, start writing. Start writing. <laughs> that's I have a brother who basically got us to film his <laughs> pilot for like a TV show or whatever. Like we just did no the intro. We filmed the intro. Hey, the intro. Intro. It's kind of like a pilot. It's the thing he's going to show to people. Basically, it's nothing like a pilot. Yeah, whatever. It's it's testing. <laughs> it took two days to film a yes. minute thing. If it was a pilot, we would have been there forever. Yes, it would. But it, it was just dipping your, your foot in the water kind oh, of. That was fun. Anytime you get to do something creative, I it's, find it's picking on French Canadian stereotypes and stuff. And it's I like the idea. I think a lot like him. It's because yeah, I see what stereotype. Yeah, I, I see what's <laughs> funny in it. So, but it's it's ba- a lot of the concepts in it are based on well. You know, if we went to like a bar somewhere up in, you know, somewhere near Sudbury or where, wherever else, yeah. and you just listen to what old people have to say about the crazy things in their lives, you could make that into a TV show. You could, that's the plot of an episode. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's like uh, that old generation of just funny stories, yeah. eh? Just, just simple stuff like, um, I think one of the ones we had heard was somebody that we knew was sleeping in a, like a camper or whatever at some kind of campsite. And there was a yeah. huge thun- like thunderstorm, windstorm, blew the camper onto the road upside down, <laughs> like upside down or whatever. And th- everybody goes to check onto the sky in the morning and he's still there. He's sleeping. <laughs> he's just slept through the whole thing. And you could put that in a TV show and it'd be hilarious. Well, I got a funny story about a camper going over. So when my dad was younger, and one of his buddies went to a campground, right? And they're drinking away, partying. And I guess the older couple over next to them, got pissed off at them and started bitching and moaning at them. Like, keep it down, whatever. So Damn they keep neighbors. drinking, right? And uh, later that night, they thought it'd be a funny idea to go tip their their <laughs> RV over, right? So I guess the, the wife was like a big woman, right? Uh-huh. So they fucking tip this thing over. She falls on top of him inside and he just goes, whoa! And they start laughing <laughs> their asses off and run away, right? But... Because he's a good person, <laughs> they go back a bit later, right? And the and they see them like trying to like fix it, whatever. They're like, oh, what happened? Like, oh, some kids knocked over our trailer. Like, oh, we'll help you pick it back up. So they help them put it back up, right? Yeah. Next day, they're drinking at the fire, right? And these uh, like three big guys come over and they're drinking with them, shooting the shit. And then next thing you know, 
they say like, you know, like thanks for helping my uncle and his wife out picking up their trailer. The whole time they didn't once mention that story. And they're so lucky they didn't because those guys would have been pissed. But they, they're thanking them for helping them pick it up, not knowing they're the ones that tipped it over. <laughs> Must have not been a very big trailer. No, it's like one of those little, one little trailer. Well, yeah, the yeah. Ones, unless there's a lot of friends there. Yeah. <laughs> like I, guys. I was thinking like a 25 foot camper or something. Probably still hitched that, to the truck. <laughs> it was the 80s. Probably the 70s. Just a little one. It was yeah. an aluminum foil. Maybe one of, one of those pop-up cameras? That's something? probably what that's, it was. That's probably what it was. Those things aren't too big. Lucky they didn't kill them if it was one of those. <laughs> Just see the roof collapse. <laughs> <laughs> you I, you could break your neck, yeah. I had an ex-girlfriend knock down a tent that I was sleeping in once. Uh, there was a wedding at my family, so every bedroom was taken, including my own. So I was delegated relegated, delegated to the uh, to the tent in the yard. Yeah. And I had just recently broken up with somebody, and she was out walking, and I knew it was her, but her and her friends knocked, like, flattened my tent as I was in it. It's <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> they just yeah. took out the poles from the outside or yeah. something? Yeah. So if they were walking in the rain, it was rainy. It wasn't easy to get So it was an easy fix then? Not really. So you, so you were dry and then... <laughs> I was dry. I would just laid there and stayed. Fuck it. Well, I did until I knew they were gone because I hoped they thought that I there was nobody in there. Mm, that's a good idea. I didn't need to lose my pride <laughs> any more than I already did. Chase them off. <laughs> Not in the state that I was in. <laughs> Uh, that, that's another well you look like you had something to say I was gonna say <laughs> I was thinking uh, you you had questions about growing though right yeah sure so, look at him driving no no that's fair before the podcast <laughs> I mentioned that I don't know anything about growing wheat mm-hmm. so we should talk a little bit about that yeah I, I think I could learn something from it I know that you need different kind you need special lights because certain yes. lights are not as good you, you can't grow with LED lights. You can with fluorescent, but it's not very good. There's this type there's of LED mercury. you can grow with, though. Oh, there's a type of one? No, yeah. Okay. That's what I use. I can't remember what it is specifically in the spectrum that it needs, but... And, and then there's full these... Full spectrum. Mercury... So, full spectrum light. Yeah. There's mercury-based lights. I can't remember what they're called. Mercury halide uh, or something uh, like that. CMH? It could, it could be something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but there's those give you a higher yield. I know that. Um, I don't know anything about fertilizers. I don't know anything. Of, I know you need a lot of ventilation. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the knowledge I have going into it. So, um, the big thing right now, depending on who you ask, because the old school growers have their old school mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So they're big on the like the HIDs or the CMH lights or just those old those old kind of lights, right? Because that's what they've used their whole life, right? Mm-hmm. But now LEDs are the big thing. Uh, because they're more cost efficient. Yeah, they're a lot less energy to run yeah. than LED. But they also now they they yield a lot more. Like what really? I have is um, it's made by a guy local actually. He's in Waterloo, and it, he's called uh, True Northern Lighting, and uh, they're LEDs, but they're the Samsung growing LEDs. So they're full spectrum, and you get two. You can have different spe- uh, types of them. So mine is three thousand K, or, or three thousand. 3K. Color temperature. Yeah, so exactly. So it's a very orangey kind of color. <clears throat> Whoa. That's that his. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy oh, the God. I, I keep telling Tila and Eric, like, hey, Bobby is in. He's like, oh, Those are terrific looking plants. And the photos are hey, nice, too. Yeah, Check out nice. uh, Bobby's Instagram. We're going to yeah, post we'll a link yeah, at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. St. Oaks. So St. Oaks grow. The lighting Saint in the room grow. looks very green. I guess it's just a white balancing thing with... Um, 
with maybe your phone's camera. Yeah, it could be the yeah. It's it's because the the lights are super bright. That's yeah, but, the thing but too. But they're orange looking in person, right? Uh, yeah, it's like a orangey kind of yellow or light because it's that three three K spectrum, right? Like so, four K is great for uh, for veg, right? Because you get more of a blue. Where three thousand is good for flower because you get more of a red color, right? Okay, so the spectrum actually matters on what part yeah, of the plant grows. You can do a full growth with both of them, but I prefer the three thousand. Okay. For for flower, just because you get that more red spectrum, but uh, like a four K, people use four K and have had great um, yields from start to finish. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like. It depends. Like, I, I would like to get both. So, but. out of curiosity, great yields. What strain are you growing, and how much do you typically yield per plant? Uh, right now, I got Jack Herrera. Okay. Um, that's the one that's actually budding in that pitcher. Um, but th that's another thing, too, though, right? The, the genetics game is insane right now. Like, with people making their own strains, uh, especially here in Canada... But there's there's tons of great ones. Uh, Ethos is one of the big ones here. Ethos is is super like really good genetics. But they're they're pricey though too, right? But you get what you pay for. Um, so so then how much yield then? How many grams? Uh, it depends, right? Like it depends on how how you train your plants. So I do low stress training. Um, I do high stress training. Um, that's just low stress training is like. Um, you get like scrogs, right? Scrogs is the netting that you okay. can you can bend your plants around that. You can actually see in the photos too, but that's it's good for holding it up as well. So it but, just doesn't have to support itself, so it doesn't grow so, yeah. so much of a stem or so whatever. So you, you, well, you, your plant is just going to grow straight up, right? Yeah. So what I do is I fim it. Fimming is just stands for fuck I missed. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> pruning is another thing too, or um, topping it. Sorry, topping is where you cut off the top of the the plant i'll see if i can find a photo of it sure we can look at uh, but uh, photo. uh yeah it's just where you cut it just at the top there and i think i have a picture of where i did one yeah I'd like but to see um it. Shit, where is this it? leaf is the size of my hand i took a pic of, the, <laughs> of my hand the other under it but it didn't come out as well as this pic it's crazy. The genetics of this plant is producing such large... I can't talk. Such right large there. fan leaves. You, you chop it right there where the, they start branching out. Because what happens is the plant, if you don't cut it at all, it'll just go straight up, right? Yeah. But when you top it, it's going to start growing out to the side right, and you so get more colas. Bushy. Because, yeah, exactly. Well, you get like, you, you get a main cola if you leave it on its own. But if you top it, you get a bunch of colas. And you just, you, I do it about... Fuck, uh, like four to eight times. You don't want to do it too much though, because you can overstress the plant too, right? Nobody likes a stressed plant. No, well, it can turn into a hermaphrodite if you stress it out too much. So it becomes half and half, male, female. You know. That's so. another thing I know about. You want feminized plants, I suppose. Yes. So yeah. So th that's what you you can buy them, obviously feminized, or you can get them regular. What's the difference between auto flowering and feminized? So auto is a ruderalis plant mixed with either indica or um or sativa and a ruderalis plant is just a plant that grows uh short bushy and quick and they're they they bud they have their own um uh like photo period where they just start budding they don't care about light cycles so 
When, when you grow, you do 18-6, so 18 hours light on. You can do 24 hours on. Some people do it different, but I do 18 hours on, six hours off, right? And that's for my veg period. And then once it shows what it is, you'll see like, um, like it'll show like the little uh, pistols coming out the side, right? If it's a female, have like the little hairs growing out the side. So once it shows that, then you can change over to uh, 12 and 12. So you do 12 hours on, 12 hours off, right? And that's when it starts budding. Um, and then it'll start doing that and then you can train it through that too. But when it starts off, it grows really tall. Like it, it stretches at first, right? It'll okay. stretch like two feet. So I train it a bit there too. I had to train it last time because it started out growing my tent. But um, yeah, like you can, you can do a bunch of stuff with it, but. Tent, so is this in your house or is yeah. it in the yard? Okay. Yeah, it's so, in the in, in the basement, so. Hopefully well ventilated. Uh, you know what? You were saying that before. I You can get uh, charcoal filters. So take away um, the smell, I guess? Yeah. Oh. I don't bother with it because, for one, it's just me and my wife. And it's... I don't have kids. Yeah. And it doesn't bother us because we both smoke it. I don't even notice it. Um, I'm sure if you came to my house, you could probably smell it, especially when it's budding. But... Um, yeah, like you don't really I, notice I, it. So fun fact: I used to work in an electronics and metals recycling warehouse that mm -hmm. also shared a space with a medical grow up. Mm -hmm. So every time things were budding, it just creeped in, and it was yeah. unavoidable. We all, no, nobody was allowed to talk about what was next door. Because yeah, knew you what knew what was it was. Next door. Well, you can notice it too in the summertime driving down the QEW in Niagara, right? Yeah. You can yeah. smell it because they they open up the the top vents in their greenhouses, and then to exhaust the humidity and all that. And when they do that, you can just smell it, right? That's it smells the, it everywhere. That's the gl purple glowing. Yeah, they stopped. That, that's what I was going to say too with the yeah. LED. So when LED started, you had the blurple lights, and that was a purple, purplish looking, purple. right? And yeah, because there was red, because you had your red spectrum, blue spectrum, right? Remember, I was like saying 3K, 4K. You yeah. had your red, blue. So that's why they called them blurple because they had <laughs> they have both spectrums, red and blue. But there, those. Those you want to avoid, like the plague. So you'll see those lights on Amazon. They'll have like uh, Viper Spectra. Um, fuck, there's tons of them. Kind LED, uh, King LED. Uh, one's called, uh, oh, was it something dog? LED. They're just, they're terrible. They're like, they're really overpriced. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they, they'll get you results, but nothing like these new LEDs will get because they're, they're like, they're perfect for what you want, like these, um, full spectrum lights that they have now. There's other companies that make them too. There's HLG, uh, HLG Canada, which is the same thing, just distributed in Canada. But um, that's a good local guy to go to, True Northern Lighting. And their their prices are a lot better. They're, they're more expensive than those HID lights or those CMH lights, mm -hmm. but you make your money up because the costs, right? Well, cost if you're selling it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, which, yeah, the cost of running it though is, Gonna oh, be insane, the cost right? of running. Yeah, for your electrical bill is going to go through the roof if you that have those sense. lights, right? All, I mean, viewers that are abroad, which there are a few at least, should know that while you can grow cannabis legally in Canada, you cannot sell it. You can give it away. Yeah. I found, I found out today that we have a semi-consistent listener from the UK. Cool. They reached out to me and they said, I keep listening and forget to tell you. So on a almost every <laughs> weekly basis, somebody is listening to us from the UK. Neat. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. where Cali's from. Well, I know. It's not Cali. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Whereabouts in the UK are they from? I can't remember for the life of me right now. But it was just if you're listening, please tell Jesse or myself. Yeah, message where. me right now. So <laughs> there's a good. There's, here's a random question to ask. Why does why does everybody message you? Are you everybody just wants to talk to Jesse? I never. I've never been messaged about the podcast anywhere. No one, no one well, I mean, <laughs> at first, this person is is and has been a a. Um, a close to just regular friends, so I think that's. Oh, but uh, okay. some of the people that have messaged me, I, I don't know why. I because I see our Facebook page from my perspective. I don't know if it says posted by Jesse Dolster or something. I know Maybe. it says, so I don't know if Maybe I'm that's the, what it is. the factor. This this has been a weird experience for us because we generally don't get a ton of people listening, and then when we do, yeah, even this even the. The small amounts of views that we get, we sometimes get recognized, and that's weird. That is a strange feeling, eh? It is. That's like when uh, when I have someone like I know is actually a real person and famous on Instagram actually like my photos. I'm like, holy shit, that person liked my <laughs> yeah. photos. I, I remember that used to happen a little bit on Twitter. I haven't used Twitter in ages, but yeah, sometimes it's weird. Like, wait a minute. I've seen you in so-and-so, I don't yeah. know, production or whatever. Or like, this guy works with the CBC or something. It's like, that's strange. I had a conversation years ago with Lady Gaga on Twitter. Really? Yes. It wasn't my personal account. I was doing a very short internship with A&W during one of their charity days. And we tweeted out something from the A&W account that I was running at that point. Mm. And Lady Gaga commented, and we went back and forth. It's pretty cool. It was, except it wasn't me. I knew it was me. <laughs> now I'm thinking of food. felt so special though, didn't you? <laughs> I, I have a question now that we're talking about food. Do <laughs> CBD strains also give you the munchies? That's typical uh, in some. THC. I've never had it. I, I remember looking it up. That's how he stays so fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I keep this physique. <laughs> I I honestly I I remember looking it up, and I don't think it gives you the munchies. Um, Eric is starving now. <laughs> yeah. Every time we mention AW a lot on this podcast, and I, I love AW. AW is a great place. <laughs> They're expensive, but yeah, all those good. places are getting ridiculous. Yeah. They're ridiculous now. I bought two burgers like a couple weeks ago with Callie, and it was like 30 bucks mm -hmm. for two burgers, fries, and a drink. Remember, you get two good dime for six ninety nine yeah. at McDonald's? Yeah. Can't anymore. I think, I think it's ten. Can't even one can dime for six ninety nine. It's ten ninety nine. Those coupons now. <laughs> it's all those people that want a living wage. It's ruining Damn us. those people. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're going to talk about wages. What do you do for a living other than grow wheat? I'm electrician. Nah, he just grows wheat. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Being the electrician's got to help because I mean, you could do your own wiring setup. Well, I'm actually a, a building automation electrician, oh, okay. so I could. I could, so it's a bit more microelectronics at that point? No, I could build my own grow room and, and like monitor and everything if I wanted to. I could put humidity sensors in. I could put um, exhaust fans in. I could control the whole thing. If I, if I wanted to and I had the money to, I could build a grow room and have a BAS system monitor it, control it, and everything. Like, like lighting to exhaust to air, everything. I could control that all. I feel like somebody would hire you to do that. For them, yeah, somebody we has do, money. We do do grow ops too, okay, as, as well. We do a lot of grow ops. Apparently, Basically, you're one of the most interesting men alive. <laughs> I'm like the Dosecos guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most boring person ever. <laughs> the the electronic stuff is cool. I mean, Tila, she went to school to be an electrician. It's mm -hmm. all like she did mostly residential and I guess some commercial stuff. Yeah, but I for some reason it do, that doesn't interest me. It's the microelectronics, like 
soldering on capacitors yeah, on that kind board of stuff. stuff. I, I find that interesting. Yeah, that's like, uh, I don't know what that, that's like, um, like a different, it's not even like, uh, you wouldn't even have to get an electrical license to oh, do no. that. You, you could do, uh, yeah, like it's more like, like electronics in that kind of standpoint, but electrical is becoming more electronics just because of LED lighting and, yeah. and just the way it's going, right? Like everything's controlled now. Like even, um, oh, in schools and all that, everything's controlled, right? Like it's all controlled lighting because it's more cost effective. You can control it with 24 volts. So you have, um, like low voltage so it's safer so you don't everything that's 347 is contained up top and then you have low voltage control switching down below for 24 volts right i had somebody what was it is it three pole electrical something something about we got this new generator on site and everybody's talking about how great it was because it was like 347 something i don't know it yeah was, it was three something three, three phase three phase that's what it was yeah i asked you to explain it to me it made total sense but i was like i've never heard of that before <laughs> but i guess it's just an industry standard thing for like when you need depending on uh, like machinery like like big big machinery we work with is like there'll be three phase right like you mm -hmm. have uh 600 volt three phase motors and you, they run pumps and everything like that if you had like a big um baler say if you worked at a place that bailed like aluminum siding or something that would be probably on that kind of uh, like the machinery for that? Yeah, like a huge, huge machine. Yeah, yeah. They're usually big machines like that. Or, I know, yeah, like I've noticed those in factories, and they're wired quite differently than what I've seen. Yeah, they'll be. So um, they don't just plug into a. a yeah, they're socket. like big control. Um, like they're a different type of control, though. They're. Um, it's like PLC control for that kind of stuff. PLC. What does that stand for? Uh, programming logic control. Yeah, there you go. I, I remembered it. Wow. wow, I'm surprised I remembered it. <laughs> but that's this like is a over different... my head. Anyways, <laughs> fascinating. I there's so many questions I just store in my head as I go through life because I like to question just about everything. But I yeah. don't. I rarely find the right person to ask. You're so. welcome. <laughs> this is actually this entire process has been interesting because I through just scheduling i end up booking 90 percent of our guests and being able to cultivate guests uh guest podcast relationships it's very interesting and then i tell eric oh we're having this person having this person yeah and i'm like cool we've had some very interesting guests like we've we've interviewed escorts Ooh, really yes wow that must um, be interesting it Can was candidates for mayors uh the front man of a band you should have done the candidates for mayors with the escorts that would have been an interesting. We thought interview. about throwing people together. <laughs> Two of them together. We're, we're going to try to find a Mormon and then bring you on. <laughs> now, that, but they have a sense of humor, though. <laughs> Just look, look at that. What's that play? The, the Book, Book of, of Mormon? Mormon. And they apparently, when that came out, there's a comedian talking about it and yeah. saying how they loved it, and they were they're going around. Look, go watch this. This is hilarious. Ah, at least doing, they have a sense of humor about doing, it, right? Doing their brand, <laughs> at least some sort of exposure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. It's interesting, but Tila listens to all of these, and she's like, "I know when Jesse doesn't chime in at all, that he's either <laughs> isn't like doesn't know what to say because he doesn't know what we're talking about or whatever." But I want it to be known that that was basically over my head. <laughs> I can admit it. I barely know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I can tell you more about uh, growing because I know you want to. You're interested in doing it, right? So if you want to start off, you could get like a grow tent, go to Amazon and get them. So, so why would I want a tent rather than just doing it in an open air basement? Because you contain that light, right? So you re when you have a so grow it just tent. reflects. Exactly, okay. yeah. You're reflecting that light. So you get more out of That's your a light. smart idea. Yeah. If you go on 
any of these lights here, like these LED lights or whatever, any kind of grow light, they'll give you um, their PER readings. And their PER readings are based on what, like the amount of um, energy, whatever their light gives off. I don't know the exact fucking word for it, but it, it just, there's like a, there's a number, there's like a sweet number there, right? Like I think uh, anything over a thousand is like, you want to, you don't want to go over a thousand because you can like burn your plants with that, but you really? want to, you want to stay above, um, Oh, I think it's like 600 or something like that. There's a guy that does the uh, Migro, Migro lights. He's actually based in the UK. But the cool thing about him though is, excuse me, he makes grow lights, but he'll take other people's grow lights and he'll do par readings on those and then show you what's the best grow light for your situation. So he won't just sell his product. And that's what his whole business is based around is being honest. So people really like him because of that, because he's so honest with it, with like the way, like the different lights, right? How good they are. But um, yeah, so he's, that guy actually has done power readings of uh, light in an open space and then with the grow tent, like the reflective material, and you'll see a big difference. That's so neat. you get more out of it because of that. Okay. Um, there's different size, uh, like different size lights you get, right? Like mine's a 476 watt. Um, quite and a... I have that in a five by five tent. And technically I should have two of those because uh, five by five means five by five plants five by five so five feet by five feet okay and then it's seven feet tall but uh ideally that grow tent if i were to buy another one i wouldn't go five by five i would go four by four four by four is like your perfect size especially for four how many plants plant, four, four plants, plants you can yeah. fit in there yeah and that's ideal plant and then you get you'd want around 500 watts of light in that area so how big how bad is that going to be in your electric bill because 500 watts is a lot of power to run you, continuously you can dim it, right so you can dim them so you're not pulling as much but right. they're not bad like it's it's a hobby right like yeah it's it's like uh it's like any hobby right you put money into it so if you have that one hobby you're not really putting money into other hobbies because you're <laughs> doing that hobby right? it's right. just it's that's how i look at it so i, I have lots that of one hobbies hobby. And I put my money into that hobby, but like the cost to run it might be, I don't know, it could be 10, 15 bucks a month. It's, then that's, it's not, that's not it's, that bad. It's at the point where I don't notice it on my bill. Mm -hmm. And if I started noticing it, then I might change the size I'm going in. I, I suppose it gave people a bad rep when people would have illegal grow-ups and they'd just splice into some their neighbor's power lines or whatever, and yeah. then they would just run the meter right up. Well, they would just fill a house with plants yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they wouldn't protect it because you're when you put in a grow tent too that, that that's another thing too is like remember when they said they were going to legalize it and that they're going to allow people to grow people were freaking out especially real estate agents saying oh well you're going to get mold and everything and that where that's not the case because when you had a grow off you're going to get mold that because people would just put as many plants as they could in a basement fill it with lights and, and then they would just go around the hose right go around the hose spraying the plants let yeah. the water all drain off wherever because it's a grow off they don't care they go in there grow as much as they can and then leave. And that's, you're gonna get mold that way. But when you're doing it in a contained area, you're doing it in your own house that you care about and you pay for, <laughs> you're not gonna do that, right? Like I keep my grow area as clean as possible. Um, I trim my, my leaves off, I prune the thing. Um, I have a bucket, I put all my pruned leaves, or my trimmed leaves can in. Can you do stuff with that? Uh, you can- Make you soup. Could, you could use, you could do that. <laughs> 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 Might not taste good, but you, uh, you could use it for a compost, but okay. I don't really bother with that. Um, that's another big thing is organic growing now. Uh, that's become more popular. As um, you would expect it would. Yeah, that's it's it's like uh, it's like um, 
uh, craft like craft growing right like people that craft grow will will get into organic growing as well um, but uh, like there's different types of mediums you can grow in there's uh, cocoa um, base you can grow in it's like these little clay balls um, I haven't tried that yet I like to stick to soil um, and then I put them in fabric bags and then I just have plastic containers underneath because the fabric bags let the Thank you. Uh, you know, the fabric bags let everything breathe, sure. right? Let's uh, let's the soil breathe, let's the plants breathe, let's the roots breathe, and then if you overwater it, it just drains out too, right? Um, there's different soils you can use. Um, I add uh, worm castings to mine, like worm meal. Okay. Uh, you top it up with perlite. Perlite's just those white balls you get. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I I'll get you some white balls cool. you get. Like you know the little white balls you get at the like in your soil those are just uh volcanic oh. ash really yeah. i didn't know that i've seen i've seen soil so i have seen those before but i've never thought about yeah, it yeah that's what it is and it just what it does is it holds it absorbs a lot of nutrients in that and like everything you put in there so that it feeds it back to your plants so it's Ooh. really helpful for the plants nutrients it's kind of neat. but um but the thing i'm doing right now like if the picture you saw you see my like it was budding but the leaves some of them were yellow and some of them were kind of like falling off yeah and that's what i want right now because i'm flushing my my plants out right now right so i'm at the stage where i'm not feeding it nutrients anymore and i'm just flushing all those nutrients out so i just feed it straight water and i keep doing that so what it's doing is it's forcing the plant to suck up all those nutrients from the from the water and the soil and use them all so the leaves will just keep turning yellow right and I want it to do that because then it gets rid of all those nutrients. So when I chop it down, it's not going to taste like shit, right? Because if you because nutrients feeding, give it a different flavor. Yeah, if you well, if you keep feeding it nutrients, and then you chop it down, and you don't ever flush it out. It's going to taste like crap. It's going to burn really bad. Hmm. Um, you'll see videos of guys that grow, and they'll, they'll after they dry the burrito and everything, they'll shoot a video of them just with a joint sparked up and you'll just see it burning like a like a grayish whitish kind of color and that's because it's been cleaned flushed out properly right <laughs> if it's burning black then you you didn't flush it properly you still have all that nutrients in there and it's going to taste horrible you're going to cough your face off like an idiot thanks and so uh, it's going to make you cough more because it's a heavier kind of smoke yeah like it's just it doesn't it still has all that nutrients in it, right the plant hasn't absorbed all the <laughs> nutrients that you've given it another thing i've never thought about at any point mm -hmm. <sighs> so if you had to describe the taste of weed smoke what would you say that most of them taste like because a lot of people love it yeah i don't really understand that i i hate the act of smoking things like yeah. tobacco or otherwise it just doesn't I'm not big on it. i like vaping yeah vaping if i put it's my cleaner way to do it my favorite thing to do is definitely edibles because you get a different vibe from that. Like I, as much as I love growing, I'm not a big smoker. You're just which is a, a lot shower. of people that grow though. That's a funny thing, eh? It's a lot of people that grow. If your hobby's growing, you probably don't have as much time that you want to spend smoking. <laughs> yeah. I imagine. I don't that's know. a lot. Of, that's like a lot of people though. Is they yeah. they get so into growing it that they lose uh, the interest of smoking as much. I still love smoking it. Just I don't I don't do it during the week that much. I don't really. I barely do it during the week. But more edibles are my thing. Just because you get that goofy high, right? You get that really laughy, have fun kind of high, right? Like that's what everyone Sounds like the watch, fun right? high. But like that's that that's the thing. And, and the biggest thing with, uh, I've noticed with legalization, and I have a friend that's a graphic designer, and um, and her thing is she's working for those, uh, I forget what company it is, but one of those big companies, 
And what they're trying to do is come up with names that uh, relate to people that have never really done it or are new to it. Because you hear a name like White Widow, <laughs> if, you if you if you don't if you don't grow it, yes. you don't smoke it, and you hear White Widow, you think it's gonna kill you, right? Yeah, there's a lot of very goofy, than Black Widow. goofy names for cannabis strains. I that's actually I might have had the conversation with you. We did. Yeah, yeah okay. on here. So on this podcast, I'll tell you later. I, okay. I'm gonna have to cut you off. <laughs> On this podcast, Jesse and I described how all sorts of things that have been legal for a long time, in order to you know reach peak marketing potential, they have been associated with luxury. Now, yeah. what I'm talking about is, for instance, like Hennessy or like some of the big name yes. drinks, Grey and, Goose. and lots of yes. certain types of smokes, like for instance, Belmont cigarettes. Or what's the big one in the in the states, Marlboro? Marlboro. Marlboro. Okay, they, everyone always Marlboro, and, man. And it's this strange thing where, I mean, I've had Hennessy that is maybe like a two hundred dollar bottle. It's not okay. that much better than something that's like a forty dollar good, you know, whiskey or, or cognac or whatever. But it. Weed has never really been associated with luxury. Because here's the thing. Yeah. Think Snoop, Snoop Dogg and, and all sorts of people. They have, and Wiz Khalifa, they all got their like line of products. They all got their line of, you know, rat, like blunt wraps or whatever Speaking it is. Snoop Dogg, I'm going to rip you or oh, cut oh, you no, off for a second. No, no, hold on. Don't cut me go, off. Go see Beach Bum. Beach Bum? Oh, yeah, good, good, good movie. movie. Go watch it. Yeah. Um, Just since we mentioned Snoop Dogg. <laughs> but, but lots of people who are famous for smoking weed, I guess, have their products. But nobody's product really has hit success i think as like a luxury product there's no like uh like, str- a stand, like, like you were saying like a hennessy kind of thing yeah like a, a set of strains or, or a strain though. like those i know but I, because i don't think they're looking at um n- not the people that are selling it but I, i'm saying f- the market will have surely matured once those kind of products start coming yeah. out we're so new to it yeah. like right now especially like the states a lot of states are legal but they're still new to it as well. But I think some states are going by better than we are. Um, you like like Sticky Fields is based in Mendocino, California, right? And they're yeah. they're big time. California's been doing it right for a long time, although it hasn't been legal there for a long time. Mendocino there for a while there too, yeah. because Mendocino. There's actually a documentary I think on Netflix about it, but um, or I, it was on Netflix or YouTube. I watched it, but it was going on about Mendocino being a great grow state because of where it was located in the mountains. For one, that it was hard for the cops to ever find them, <laughs> and two, they they were like in a great location to grow, right? Because of the weather and everything. But uh, they kind of helped build Mendocino when it was illegal. But then when they legalized it, they were taxing them so hard they almost some of them like almost lost their homes and hmm. went out of business. And and it's you know it's crazy though that that even happened. But but this guy grows really good weed and. Uh, actually, his Instagram page just got deleted. Yeah, I saw that. I saw your little shout out to yeah. him on Instagram. His that name's Jesse. A cool guy, what? what really cool guy. What was he doing that you think got him deleted? It's just Instagram has. Um, Cause they they go on these random rampages of deleting. Yeah. A little like pages. YouTube for some. Yeah, like YouTube. But, actually, actually, there's a there's a page or um, an app coming out soon called the WeTube. And the YouTube uh-huh. was actually created because of YouTube deleting all yeah. the, the growers' pages. Funny. There was tons of them I followed. Now, the Sticky Fields 420. Yeah. Yeah, he had to change his name. The funny thing about the Instagram thing, though, there are <laughs> thousands and thousands of very prolific weed Instagram accounts. Yeah. Like, if you want to just look at beautiful, you know, bud and, and 
all that all day long because <laughs> it yeah. does make good photography. It does. You can find so many accounts to do it. Yeah. That's so the it's thing. strange that they're cracking down on it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get their method of deleting pages, especially someone like him, because someone like him is a really like down to earth guy, really cool guy. Um, I don't know what their method is of deleting things. Ooh, that's terrifying. It's like a. <laughs> that it's is like, a big. Looks like a Cohiba cigar, but yeah. filled entirely with you weed. You don't even know where you are. By <laughs> <laughs> like, am I high or am I just? Oh, look at that. I, I, that guy does a lot of videos. Too. Hashtag uh, cannabis community. Yeah. Wow. Oh. That guy has a lot of videos. <laughs> That's going to be expensive. <laughs> Guy's smoking like $100 a weed. That's a funny thing, though, too. Is the, the weed prices that, like, if you go to Hamilton, right, and you go to any of those shops, you can get you can get weed for a lot cheaper than you can on the government website. And, of course. And sometimes it's, it's better. And... Like, the government weed, to me, I like that they legalized it because I think that was the right thing to do. Of course. Because how can you criminalize something that's so innocent? Like, if you compare drinking to smoking weed, like, what alcohol does to someone and what weed does yeah, to something is, is, like, night and day. Like, like you just, like, uh, take, for instance, a couple weeks ago, I went out for a friend's birthday and I got hammered. <laughs> the next day, I felt like shit. Yeah. Like, just complete shit. The, and then the week after, I smoked my brains out. And before I went to bed, I was fine. Yeah. But uh, I just, I just think the whole stigma against it was just ridiculous. In the sense that, I mean, alcohol is known to cause cirrhosis of the liver and all sorts mm -hmm. of other, you know, heart issues and and brain issues and all sorts of things in people, as well as causing violent behavior and, and many yeah, and, and lots people, of yeah. drinking or drinking and driving accidents and, and all sorts of irresponsible behavior. Smoking weed. Sure, you could argue that there's an impaired driving issue, perhaps, yeah. although I do know a lot of people that smoke weed and drive, and they seem to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're fairly regular users, but whatever. <laughs> but no, it doesn't really have the same bodily harm associated with it, at least not that's been proven. And it's a weird thing to say not been proven, because people have been smoking this stuff prolifically since at least the 70s in North before America. That, and yeah. before that, I mean, many cultures around the world have yeah, exactly. done it for a long time. It's not the same stuff as we have today. No, no. If you but, look at 1970s version of High Times Magazine, hmm. oh, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's like the strains. Were they just, didn't know what they were doing. No, it looked like they just cut it down and threw it on the ground and that was it. It looked terrible, yeah. right? But now it's become uh, it's become something different. I like where it's going. You're genetically engineering the best yeah, high well, ever. You should see this. Like, there's uh, just a handful. Is a one in Canada. Uh, Ethos Genetics. He does really good stuff. Uh, there's there's tons of them, but um, you know it depends on what your price range is for seeds too, right? What do you want to pay? Do you think it goes a little bit too far when it comes to stuff like resins? People that do dabs like that and stuff. stuff? Yeah, because that's, uh, that's extremely concentrated yeah. THC. You know what I usually. compare? Shatter. Shatter, yeah. I compare shatter to like, so dry herb, you could call that a beer. Yeah, exactly. Shatter, um, whiskey or something, right? Yeah. Like that's what it is. It's, it's, it's going to get you really fucked up. Hmm. Uh and if you want to get really fucked up, then by all means, do that. <laughs> it, it makes sense for people that use it habitually and don't have as much effect from smoking anymore. But, like, I, I'd imagine if somebody had never done it before, they, like, yeah, I did it, they could uh, be on another planet. You, you get, I did it a few weeks ago. I rolled it in a joint. And, huh. uh, and it, never had it. Oh, it's, it's, it's strong. Um, 
I don't think it was as strong as if I don't know if you've seen people smoking those like they're like it looks like a bong almost, but they, they yeah, put in and that, they have a little hot rod that they yeah, and they tap dip in that, and then they they just you know pure vapor just, yeah. THC yep so I could imagine how fucked you get doing that compared to like, rolling in a joint but uh, it's just like like hash look at hash um, I have had hash before yeah hash is fucking amazing it Roll. tastes so much better than yeah, weed yeah I love hash it's yeah. it's great it's uh, it's a different kind of high it's a less uh, paranoid high I guess you could say yeah people it's, say it's that more, like, my aunt loves it that's all she'll smoke but I, d- I didn't find it tremendously different than dry herb weed but really but I mean, I've only done it once. So. Yeah, it, I guess it depends on the type of hash you get too. Like the yeah. most popular hash is Moroccan hash. Yeah. I think um, it was like Bubble Afghan something. I yeah. have no idea. It's one of those quirky weed names. Well, if you, there's a uh, show on YouTube, Strain Hunters. Strain Hunters? <laughs> that sounds fantastic. It's great. It's a guy from... Um, it's actually the guy that made White Widow. There's an argument there. Okay, you, you said you were going to tell us the... the Where reason. that guy... Yeah. Well, if you look at the plant, White Widow, the buds are really, really white. Was that so okay? that's why I got the name White Widow. That's right? less interesting than I thought. Yeah. That makes sense. That's, that's, a, that's what the argument was with my friend that said that, like, she's like, White Widow makes people feel like they're going to die. And I was like, well, you know where the name came from? She's like, no. I said, because it grows white. And she's like, oh. I'm like, yeah, that's that's why it's called White the, Widow. Yeah. The seeds that I went out and bought on a whim, Northern Lights, I picked a little bit because I... I want to see if I if I grow it, I'll know it's legit because it'll be speckled with like strain. blue and like greens. It's, yeah. it's a very interesting color to it. That's another thing though too with growing is that um, I don't do it particularly for uh, just to grow it. It's more of what it looks like when it grows because that's the thing that's interesting, right? It's like a plant, like well, it is, it's, it's, like, a it's, yeah. it's like it's like it's like but it's like like a gardener right like a percent grows it's like growing back. tomatoes yeah like yeah. or like even just like really remember that uh, was that movie um pro, uh, not prom child the other one uh with the kid the little shithead kid and his neighbors growing the plant and then he kills the plant. oh uh, dennis the menace, dennis the menace. Mm-hmm. yeah that cool plant yeah he had? i looked up that that plant is actually a real plant where it blooms it, once blooms, every yeah. how often yeah, yeah. And it, i forget it was like really long it was many it many years like, like a decade it's the same thing though like right like if you were really into growing plants you'd be like i want to grow that plant because it looks interesting it's, it's the same with weed right like you grow if you see a, a weed plant that's like like purple and blue and that you're like man i never yeah. knew they could grow like i've that. never seen purple weed but i i see it on instagram yeah. it looks pretty it's, cool it sounds fun before it's it's yeah, it looks neat. It's purple. Like mm, purple weed. But you, you can get like my stocks right now are a little bit purple. And that's one thing with LED plants, so is you get um uh calcium and magnesium deficiencies with uh, mm. LED lights. So they don't get that from LEDs. Mm. So what you use is just it's just called CalMag and it just supplements it. Calcium and magnesium deficiency won't harm your plants. It won't make it any worse. It'll just make them less healthy in the end. Make them purple. <laughs> but but people give it to you because it, it does bring that color back and it does make your plant actually it helps you because you're giving it calcium magnesium, right? Like it's like it's like not having something in your diet that you don't really need, but if you had it, it's gonna make you feel better, right? Like it's it's the same kind of concept, right? But, um, I can't think of anything that you don't need, but if you had it, it would make you B12. feel better. You need B12. You would die. You, you would have heart failure or other yeah. brain issues without B12. Don't argue well, with this guy. I guess, I guess it's like, okay, the way I look at it is when you take... <laughs> extra you take B12. E- extra B12. Okay. It's like when you, when you take extra B12, when you piss, it comes out really yellow because you're pissing out that too much B12. Thing. I don't know if that's true either, but that sounds interesting. Yeah. Because I, I remember when I used to go to the gym all the time... I would take B12 and then I 
What the first time I did was pee. I was like, what made you so want to take B12? Uh, it's really good for weight loss. So oh. if you use it with, uh, I think, L-carnitine. And I did not know this. Yeah, if you use L-carnitine and B12, it's great for uh, weight loss. Most of the people that I know that intentionally take it, take it because they're eating a vegan diet and mm. people have recommended that. And, you know, it, it makes sense because well, a lot of the way that we get B12 is because they give it to animals yeah. and, then, and then now they have it in their meat or whatever when you eat that so you yeah. can get B12 that yeah, way. But if you go B12. vegan, you don't get that chance. Yeah, I guess it's like, what else is if you don't get, uh, is it zinc or, no, that's, uh, you can, iron. Isn't it iron that you... No, you get lots of iron yeah. in plants. There's a couple, there's one more, it was omega-3s, that's what it is. Okay, yeah. Harder yeah. to don't get Don't get in good meals when you're vegan. <laughs> Occasionally, don't call that. If, if you know what you're what you're cooking, I, I I ate vegan for like a year. It was yeah. a great experience. <laughs> views are not of us. Tila ate vegan at your wedding, though. She had the. Yeah. She, she does have a lot. Uh, so it's a it's when when different. we do weddings, if they give me the option, I'll yeah. say because I know that Tila would prefer vegetarian. You t- you've no, you I went through you went through that year where you would have vegetarian. Ugh. At weddings, it's a gamble. I don't bother. I want to eat good food more yeah. importantly than yeah. on a specific but diet. So. A lot of times, they don't give us the option, so I, I'm I'm not going to tell the bride and groom, "Hey, just so you know, we have to be special." No, you guys <laughs> obviously gave us the option because, you know, that was how that was how that came to be. However, once again, I will still stand by. You guys are the first and only people to actually say, "So, how little do we have to feed you?" <laughs> <laughs> and it still be funny and endearing. I don't even. Yeah. It's weird doing weddings professionally because I, before that, oh. when I went to weddings, I'd always remember the meal. Meal was the, like one of the greatest things. Never. As a photographer, I need the meal, but I don't remember the meals I've eaten yeah. at anybody's it's wedding. Like energy, right? Yeah. Remember the food you don't eat. The last wedding we did, the server threw at our meal halfway through the dinner because oh. we got up to do Mine speeches. Too. Oh. Mine, mine I can't stand at our wedding as well. Well, now, I mean, you were the groom. That's just a That's dick terrible. move. <laughs> yeah. For us, we're just getting up to take photos because speeches or something are happening. Yeah. And they serve it, and we're up there. And then they come by to collect it. We haven't eaten anything yet because we're still up there, and it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's yeah. terrible. And I turn, and I look at the waiter, and he's scraping into the garbage. I'm like, no, come back there with that bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that bucket back there. Um, I had somebody say to me a little while ago, wow. You must really like that one couple. I'm like, tell me who you're referring to. Like, oh, they showed me my uh, our Instagram, and it's all of you. Oh, it's not all of you and Callie, but they showed me the pictures of you and Callie. Yeah. Like, oh, you must have a crush on him. I'm like, no, I don't. And then I looked at some of the photos that I printed this year, and this is one of them that I printed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's problematic at the very least. If it was hanging up on the wall... I, maybe when, in, in like a heart frame when, yeah, I, heart, when I was setting shape. up the lights I got thinking because I knew this picture existed I'm like did I hang it <laughs> and I couldn't remember like that'd be weird I if he showed up frame. <laughs> so um, what you and since we get to ask and we very rarely get to be candid how your venue yeah. off topic but just out of curiosity oh. at the end of the day I mean, how was your what you enjoyed everything about yeah, your wedding? It was wedding? good, yeah. Um, it was funny because someone even said to us that, like, it's you're just going to be busy the whole time. Like, I I always try to mention that. Yeah, and it was kind of, I don't know. I I find when uh, you go to a friend's wedding, like, you're really close with, 
you just have a blast because it's like uh, it like yeah. the last the actually where we had the wedding was where our friends had their wedding and that was the best wedding I ever went to because it was all my friends I grew up with there and we just had a blast it was like it almost felt like a high school house party because you're there with all those people you hung out with and you're open just getting, bar yeah you're getting shit faced right where our wedding was just like getting shit faced but I was felt sober because everyone just kept talking yes. to me. Like, you have responsibilities when you're getting married. Yeah. yeah. And it just it was just like, man, I just want to have a party. And, yeah. and we said afterwards that if I if we did it again the <laughs> thing I liked was that we had we got we did get married before. Oh I know, right? Yeah. That was the best idea ever because A you can drink then because you can't legally drink when you get married, right? Because you have to be sober. But, uh, Nobody follows that rule. No. <laughs> no. Is that an actual rule? Yeah, you have to be sober when you when you sign the document. I can verify that like yeah, I can verify every sing almost every single wedding. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> drunk or approaching drunk. And, and they like sign. The bride or groom? Yeah. Yeah, usually really? the, usually the groom. Really? Usually. Before yes. they sign the document? Yeah. I got I saw beforehand. the last groom that we we went to the wedding for and he had was about four shots in by one o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe it's one of those things that I, th- I think it's a might be a religious thing because yeah. maybe they just go ah fuck it because they don't give you a breathalyzer so how are they supposed to know? I guess they can smell. That's right. an absurd rule. Yeah, but even then, like it must be more vague than that. It must just be of like of clear mind or something to to legally yeah, sign it. That's probably like I guess yeah. As long as you're not like I guess smashed and like I do you prick you know, like that kind of thing. But it would make it that's, memorable. That's true. Yeah. Really oh, there has been some memorable, memorable, <laughs> memorable things. I like that venue, though. That venue, yes, it was beautiful. It's, it's a sh- it's a shame that we couldn't do the outside stuff because when we got there, oh yeah, it was pissing rain. Yeah, but when we got there, it was nice, and when we made yeah. our way down, we thought this is beautiful. And then it rained, and then it was fine again. Yeah, it would have been nice. Thing, I think we got some good shots in the rain. We did. We got yeah, we got good. Bad, yeah. We got some good stuff. It's nice. I whenever people ask about it, they're like, "Oh, where was the wedding?" I'm like, "It's in Toronto." And to get a you wouldn't think that, eh? no, to get a wedding reception hall with green space in Toronto, yeah, that's a rarity. And then you look and at the some of the pictures, and you see the Toronto skyline yeah, in the background. Cool. I like that venue. I will say it's very problematic. My girlfriend now hates "Build Me Up Buttercup" because <laughs> she's heard it way too many times, <laughs> and I have heard it more than her. <laughs> And I still love it. I like it. But Especially she, when you see that movie. She though. hates yeah. it. I'm not allowed to call her Buttercup. Not that I was. But <laughs> she will not tolerate it. That was Callie's idea too, eh? It's a good idea. It's yeah, fun. It's fun, it's yeah. unique. I didn't even think about it. And then she showed me it. We, when she said it, I was like, oh, that's kind of stupid. And then she showed me the video. I thought, like, that's pretty funny. We as photographers and videographers like when you know our clients yeah, give us give us something right? to work with. Yeah. yeah. We get to be creative in that aspect. Like when you tell us, like you did, they're like, okay, so go based off there's something or something Let, about Let's shoot a music video. Yeah. It makes it very unique. Yeah. I, I have issues only with the fact that I can't really show anybody because Facebook takes it down right away. So yeah. I can't yeah, become the song. I can't really but, do anything. But it's, it's no concern for the clients because they do whatever they want with it. So. Yes. It's At least for, it's good for them. It's funny, though, that your videos get taken down right away if you put those songs on, but Spotify can just put all that stuff on there and pay those artists like pennies yeah um that's kind of but they will take your money if if you ask to license it you say i'll give you a hundred dollars you're not getting it that's not enough you gotta pay way more than that yeah and that's and that's the funny thing but yet if you if you take uh 
an artist on Spotify, what Spotify pays them monthly for it's the not gonna be nothing fucking next to nothing yep i would love to know what drake gets paid monthly from spotify because i think he's the most listened to artist on spotify he there's probably some deals with some of the bigger artists out there yeah otherwise they could just pull their stuff from spotify and say well no i don't make enough well, money like here Tool. Tool doesn't have didn't didn't taylor swift try to do that with apple music really how much does drake make on spotify that's a very... I don't know if that kind of information will be out there. Yeah, I'm a little bit curious. This, there could be people hypothesizing. Yeah, maybe. That's true, yeah. A lot of people do that with... Estimate. If that's true... Oh, it's small. Drake has generated over $100 million on Apple Music and Spotify alone. Well, Apple... That's Apple Music included, though. Well, what, well let's just say that well, it's... You, you have to... You can't... I mean, to just target Spotify is problematic if you're talking about the music yeah. streaming service. Yeah. That is great, and though, I mean, he probably wouldn't have users. it on Spotify if it wasn't making a decent amount of money. Um, it's, it's that... No, they um, must be making a killing. It's that weird streaming service they opened up like two year, a couple of years ago, Tidal or something. A good ballpoint, a good ballpark figure on Spotify is a total industry payout, recorded music plus publishing of approximately 0. .005 per stream. Yeah. So, well, per stream. Yes. Someone like Drake is getting millions and millions of streams. Can, Which takes into account the, the fact that around 56% of Spotify's users are in its free tier. <laughs> free eh. What do you get with the free tier? You get to listen, but there's ads. Yeah, and I think you can only listen to so many songs before I think so cuts you off or something like that so but since we're talking about Spotify it's also worth noting this podcast is on Spotify Apple Music the Google Play Store we love Spotify and <laughs> not just bash Spotify uh, we don't care <laughs> and Facebook <laughs> does it run ads in the middle of content because this podcast could be an hour and a half no it doesn't it so doesn't seem to you see so when you I, can listen to us ad free on Spotify when I listen to us typically I don't listen on Spotify are you on podcast too Podcast.com. Yeah, yeah, like the, the Apple one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We um, With the likes of Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, it's really, even though it has nothing to do with We talk about him us, like every week. When we, He's amazing. When you go to our podcast page on yeah. uh, Apple Music yeah. or iTunes, on the bottom it says, other shows you may like. And Joe Rogan comes up. Really? So even though we're nothing, like Joe Rogan, it's, but he, he's no. fucking amazing. I know. I love his podcast. I've yeah. I've seen easily about half of the ones he has out there. So probably like five or six hundred of the things. <laughs> They're amazing. He, oh yeah, he's great at it. He, I think, besides him, who's another big podcast? Like big, like that. Like, As an individual, I don't really know. I I've drifted I between. I drift between podcasts, and they're usually like themed ones. Like they'll talk about like American history on this podcast, or the other ones like a science-related one or something. Unfortunately, yeah. the podcast that I listen to the most is this one because I have to edit it. That's yeah, <laughs> true. Just put Joe Rogan on in the background. What <laughs> makes Joe Rogan a very good podcaster? I think is that he is he isn't you know the most scientific or intelligent person on the planet. He likes learning, but he yeah. is extremely good at asking the right questions and he guiding is. a conversation. And he, I mean. He's got a good career as an announcer in the UFC, and, and he's got comedian. lots of other TV show deals and stuff. But, yeah, he's just good at being that yeah. host kind of personality. Yeah, that's true. You know what else may, makes him, like, kind of the top is he really started doing it at the right time. He did. Yeah. So he was able to tap into a market that didn't, 
Like, I remember listening to podcasts back in, like, 2008, and they were on, like, Flash streaming uh, players on websites. And there was nothing really to them. They were just audio. But he must have tapped into something great, his his connections to get guests and whatnot. I think he started on YouTube as well, yeah. which is interesting because oh, he yeah. started in the very early parts of YouTube. But and imagine. some of his early stuff is... You can see the brilliance of what he was trying to do. And I don't even know if he was actually really trying to do anything specific. But it's really rough at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like they were just using Skype and not necessarily professional the microphones. The thing though too with him is he can get a guest on there that you would not find interesting at all. And you would listen to it. The Dr. Phil episode was amazing. I love that. I haven't heard that one. That's it's good. amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's like a month ago. And then he had... I mean, Alex Jones back on. Oh, that guy, yeah. I love when he has his friends on because when That's he has it. It, like the guys, like the comedians, or whatever, or just fighters he knows. Oh yeah, he has the best conversations with them, and you can you can tell because the way he laughs when he has like, those <laughs> really close friends, he laughs differently. Ah, like, I, I they, they always do. They they take jokes way too yeah, far. Yeah, but that's good though. I love it though. I'd rather that than than some of the other ones. But, but and the other thing though too is what other podcast goes on for as long? Like his is like three hours. Lots, lots of them go long. Yeah, they but do. usually the ones I find are like thirty minutes. And you're like, but they're dry. Yeah, they that's are the dry. They're right. super boring. Like us, we're dry. That's why we don't. Yeah. <laughs> we we're finding our you gotta niche. Fine tune it though. Yeah, right? you oh, fine tune yeah. it. You find your niche. We have a small group of dedicated listeners, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah, if first you don't off. have that, then you're doing something wrong, right? And every time, it, it peaks, right? Yeah. Every time that we have somebody notable on, basically every time we have a guest. So we used to just do it together, back and forth conversation, and those didn't do very well. But every time that we had a guest, there'd be a peak, and then next week we'd go back to the two of us. Yeah. So there'd be that peak and valley. And now, if we can help it, and so far we've been very lucky, we're just doing guests, which is a lot of work. I, I it, to to cultivate. He does all the work. It is know. an unbelievable amount it. of work <laughs> cultivating relationships and whatnot and actually getting people to agree but you add more to the conversation then right because then it's not just youtube it's it's youtube and then whatever yes. that person has interest in as well right it's easy enough to convince somebody like you or younger people to come on yeah we're trying to talk to like somebody that's in their 80s yeah and it was it was a bit of a task to yeah. explain it or do people want to listen to someone in their 80s they will really? because oh, yes. we're, we're not targeting grandpa Right. Yeah. We're targeting in this case an in- a seasoned industry professional. Like the reason why there's quick dry cement is because of him. Yeah. Okay. So like somebody who's lived an interesting life, like he liter- the start of invention. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Maybe not exactly. Has, has been on the board as a, a chair member or something for you know dozens of companies. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that could be a large net worth. Yeah. But then there's there's people who were like, hey. Uh, do you want to be interviewed for our podcast? And they, they, they take interview as we're coming with a notepad. So we've done stuff where once we put up the cameras, they're like, oh, wow, what are we doing? Then we put on a microphone. And they don't understand. Have they ever heard podcasts? Probably not. That's probably it then, yeah. But then once they're on the microphone, they're like, okay, so I got 20 minutes. And then we talk for 40. Mm-hmm. Like once they realize that it's conversational, I think it actually really works. Because they answer as long as they want, and they can go. Yeah, that's true. They when can... we started off, I was nervous, but now I'm like, I don't really <laughs> You're care. A little bit it's of rum, <laughs> and it's been it's been very interesting. It's yeah, it's... but look look at the conversation though too. Is we've we've kind of touched pot, 
but not as much as like you you think you would. It, right? it diversifies into many different things. Yeah, I, I kind of like that though. They're kind of fun. See, They're like more fun than I thought it would be. We could, we could go on another <laughs> tangent right now. Like, what other hobbies do you have other than? I should weed? I should ask right before on. we go off on another tangent uh, if you've enjoyed it this much. Yeah. Uh, Will you come back again? Yeah, I'll do it again. Okay, good. It was fun, yeah. It makes it easier when I get guests a second time, because then if I have a dry spell, be like, hey, come back on. Yeah, I'll I'll do it again. It's fun. Interrupting my tangent. Sorry, (laughs) but I just, now I have other confirmation. Other hobbies? Do you go fishing? Do you like uh, the Uh, outdoors? Do you hike? uh, He likes British women. Hockey? There you go. Yeah, hockey I'm huge on. At least right now? Like watching hockey. Oh, you should have seen okay. me yesterday. I was yelling at my TV. <laughs> my neighbors probably thought I was beating up Cali. Oh, no. <laughs> That's how hard I am with hockey. But I, they, that was a good game. <laughs> that was a great... Yeah, but I... If they... I am way too into hockey. So if they make any little mistake... Calm down. Get addicted to drugs or something. Like. <laughs> That's a bad thing to get addicted to. <laughs> so if they make any... So at the start of the period, right... They, they couldn't get over their zone, and it was driving me nuts, and they kept giving up the puck. I figured there, there's one thing they were doing that really pissed me off. They were just giving it away. I text the guy I work with, and I'll tell exactly what was pissing me off <laughs> right now, because it was really pissing me oh. off. Oh, boy. Oh, where was it? We went on a tangent. I think we have a malfunctioning mic. Ooh. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. Oh, wait.
and and we're back. It's so back. Boring. If that sounded like shit, you'll, you'll notice <laughs> the audio. The audio quality will have changed at some point because it sounded good and something happened, some kind of te- technical difficulty. But maybe, anyways, maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll. I don't know. For now, we're in the dark. <laughs> Not literally. There's tons of lights around. There is. There's lots of. Let's be robot podcasts then. <laughs> Very. It, it's it's hard because you get used to when we started. We started recording. On those microphones, we didn't have anything to plug into. It was just these two things, oh. and it sounded H H four N acceptable. Yeah, it was a good it's start. Okay. And then now that we sound so good, Ooh. and our guests always sound so good, when it starts sounding like shit, it's annoying. Oh, I bet, yeah. <laughs> but no, I I like our little setup. We need to because we do. They're neat looking. We um, we do one a week. This is episode 59 or 60 and over the past 60 episodes we have streamlined it as much as we can so when i edit mm-hmm. it is a interesting process to edit through how long does it take you to edit one if we it used to be as close to real time as possible because you can yeah. edit in adobe premiere you can edit multicam i'm sorry I like this. It gets so meta. I don't time. care. You can edit multicam, so you yeah. can take camera one, two, three. But you can also speed up the actual playback. Yeah. So it'll go at one and a half times speed. So in a two-hour podcast, you can nail it out in less than two hours. Do you still like Adobe? I love Adobe. Yeah? For a long time, I wasn't with Adobe. I was... What were you using? Well, since I was... I was using Adobe Photoshop. Yeah. And then I was using... Final Cut. Have you heard of uh, AC Infinity? No. That's uh, that's one where you just pay a one-time fee. I think it's like uh, sixty bucks, and you get you can get the equivalent of Photoshop, and then the other one is like um, Illustrator. You know what I'm liking about Adobe now, though, mm. is yes, it's a subscription model. Yeah. But every time they update something. Mm-hmm. It's getting really badass with the updates. Really? So, so what do you use that software for? He's an artist. Uh, I used to be, or I used to take graphic design. Okay. I went to college for graphic See, design. Okay. That's interesting, because I mean, for me, there's like, there, it feels like there's no replacement for Photoshop. No. For some reason, that yeah. anything like GIMP or any of the less professional tools just don't I've used hold GIMP. up. So if, you're, if yeah. you're saying there's something that's very good yeah. out there that isn't Photoshop, I'd be interested in seeing that's it. That's the thing, is because I, for me, it's, more of a hobby, right? I wouldn't use it enough to justify paying a, a subscription, mm-hmm. but for the AC twenty dollars a month. That <laughs> well, that's a, is. but that's the thing. There's another hobby. I already have a hobby. That's true. <laughs> so, but I want to use it in the sense of creating a logo for myself yeah. for my page. Which right? Hopefully, you'll only have to do at least once. Yeah, like well, I draw a lot, and I've been drawing a logo for yeah. it. Um, that was like that's what i did when i was younger i used to love to paint and draw and all that that's that's what i wanted to do was be an illustrator and then uh i went to sheridan college for that uh like art fundamentals which is like the start program where you kind of do everything and then i went to school for graphic design and then i did that and then i realized that i didn't like graphic design (laughs) and i hated it and that you couldn't be an artist because you basically were told what you were doing i hate i know some of the graphic designers from Niagara College mm-hmm. and the courses that they were taught and the lessons that they took we we actually covered an event uh, for a graduating year and we got to see all their projects and 
I get it to an extent, but there was no creativity. They were all the yeah. friggin' same. Because you basically like, get the same yeah. project and you're told, but, okay, do this. Which is fine, but I'm looking at it like this, to me, is problematic because if I was looking to hire somebody, I don't know who to hire because yeah. they all look the exact same. They have the same, same project. Yeah. Sheridan College, is. It, that's why it's the best art school because when I went there well they didn't accept me for film production so (laughs) they're terrible (laughs) they're assholes but they're they're great because they give you that freedom as an artist when I went there they gave you that freedom um and the funny thing is I had one teacher really cool guy like you could tell he was a big time hippie and he was he was cool he was cool as fuck is Bobby sounding sexy now <laughs> sounds great awesome uh, this guy was great though and he told us one thing was that the one thing to look out for throughout your career is that artists that won't give you all their little tips and all that because they want to hold you back not to kind of like purposely just subconsciously they don't want you to succeed more than they have in life right and it's like uh it's like anything like you don't want someone to be better than you at something like but some people don't really care it's just like in trades right like trades is teaching someone like you're teaching someone that's green at something how to be better at it so that they can help you do your job better right where you teach them all those tricks and you show them everything where it's like it that's what i don't know it's weird there's a little bit of um a cutoff though because i mean for smaller crews and stuff like that, it seems like if, you know, the boss is the person that, you know, goes over the, the blueprints and does specific things like laying out a building for perhaps when you're framing, I'll never really get the responsibility that he gets. Yeah. I mean, he, you know. Him do you not it, want that responsibility? I do. Yeah. I'm very much. I mean, other stuff like, you know, the boss is the one that drives the, the telehandler, like the boom yeah. or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I'd love to do that. But that niche is sort of filled and I don't he doesn't have any reason to show me how to do those things at this given yeah. time. And yeah, I don't know, you do feel like the master is not going to show all of his, his tricks. Yeah, I guess it depends on like where... Big, I think bigger companies probably have less of that issue. If you ever want to deal yeah. with brides and grooms on a daily basis any day, I'd let you. <laughs> <laughs> I can teach you the trick. <laughs> the trade. I, I think the one difference I noticed like because uh, i'll work on like big big condos sometimes like right now i'm working on a big condo is that you have um so many guys with a company there that they're just doing what they're good at right and uh and usually they're union companies no knock on union companies please don't come after me but they'll be i'll knock on unions <laughs> fuck unions <laughs> don't I say agree. it <laughs> As a, as a framer, it's easy to say. It. Yeah. Most framers are not in union. Yeah. In union. Like, I work around a lot of union companies, and, and the thing is, if they're really good at something, they stick at that, right? Yeah. Where in my company, is is it's all like BAS control and that. There's devices and that. And if you get really good at knowing things, you, you can work your way up, right? Because you know how devices work. Because BAS compared to electrical is completely different. Like, whenever we get an electrician that's licensed, and they go to BAS, it takes them like a year or two before they figure it out because it's completely different, right? It's not your standard electrical. It's just, it's just, I don't know, they can't wrap their heads around where I started in BAS, which is really strange. Like usually guys don't really start in BAS. When I started in it, I didn't know what I got myself into as well. <laughs> I just found a company, I was looking for um, an apprenticeship and I found a company that took me on and it was a BAS company. But it was great for me though, because I'm a big computer nerd and I <laughs> love when I was a kid, I used to build computers, right? I would oh, yeah. build them all the time. I loved it. So electronics wanna, were my thing, right? I want to rattle off some of the stuff. What was the first... 
computer you remember building? Like, what, what kind of processor are we talking? Uh, it was a pro I remember the graphics card. It was, it was when... Um, ATI, NVIDIA, something it was older than that. Yeah, it was the first uh, Radeon graphics card that outdid GeForce. And it was, I think it was like first the 930. One. 930, okay, so this it is before the, they flipped the generation. And yeah, and it was the like one that, again. like, it destroyed GeForce. Yeah. It almost put them out of business. I think it actually <laughs> kind of killed, you know, like, a, the, all those sub-companies that were making the GeForce yeah, graphics um, cards? It killed a bunch of those companies because their graphics card was so ridiculously good. They destroyed, it was ATI Radeon, I think it was, yep. the time, and it destroyed everyone. It blew them out of the water. But I remember when that graphics card came out was when uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein was big, right? And Quake 3 Team Arena. Yeah. And uh, I remember I had, like, my parents computer at the time and, and it was pulling like 15 frames per second on that game and it was that that stupid assault map the big the big bunker map and it was so bad the frames are terrible so i i wanted to build my own computer so i saw that graphics card and I, I wanted that thing i wanted that thing bad so i went and built this computer with this graphics card and i remember still building it because at the time my mom worked at ibm and a guy that worked convenient. there convenient yeah well, <laughs> well i didn't buy any ibm parts because no. they're not gaming parts at all no but uh Business this, yeah exactly like the guy that worked there though um asian <laughs> he owned a computer hardware store as well right and i bought everything through him and then i built it on my own against him telling me like he didn't want me to do that because he thought Strange. I would fuck it up, right? Well, he was yeah. afraid I was going to fuck it up. He basically said, I'll come over. This is also a different time um, period too. Yeah, like you could I've, blow things I've up pretty. built computers that are more like the early 90s going back. I've experimented yeah. a lot of stuff, but. This would have been like, like later 2000 maybe? Yeah, 99, later 2000? That's, that's an AG. I think 2001 was when it came out, right? AGP slot graphics card. That yeah, had like that's when those, that's when yeah. gaming computers were like, really. Computer. <laughs> it, literally, a graphics card is plug and play. It's not so bad. No, it was more, I, but I built the whole thing. Like I wasn't just graphics card. I, I picked out the processor, the RAM, the graphic card, the case. Uh, the case I had looked like uh, Alienware case. And oh, the, yeah. It was the same case they were using, right? Uh, like, I had everything. Even the, the monitor at the time was the ViewSonic, and the ViewSonics were, like, they huge to, at the they time. They used to be big. They're they not, used to kill it, not, not anymore. anymore. Now it's like, uh, fuck, who's it now? Acer makes... That's what I have okay in Acer. Ones. Asus, um, BenQ... BenQ is the big is the big one now. Yep. And then uh, was it like Counter-Strike made those big, right? Because they could get... Um, their frame rate, a higher it? refresh rate. You yeah, can refresh go above, rate. That's you can go above yeah. sixty. There's monitors now that go like two hundred and forty hertz. And yeah, really, really fast. When ones. I got mine, it was like one twenty was like massive, yeah, which is still faster than anybody needs. Yeah, that's. Part. I think sixty is like what your Standard. eye can see, but mm. but. But there, they no, notice they you do notice a difference from sixty and up. Difference for yeah, sure. for sure. Because I remember uh, Call of Duty would cap out their frame rate at sixty yeah. and. And PC gamers noticed it. I noticed it, and I, I stopped playing that game ages ago because they based it more for children than they did for grown-ups, kind of thing. It's just like uh, it's like Fortnite. That thing's aimed like my nephew plays it. Yeah, I can't. I tried can't that. Me and a buddy tried it. I played it once. I I didn't even play with him. I played it once and I deleted it. And I said to him, "You tried that Fortnite?" And he said, "Yeah, I tried." It. And and he's and I was like, "What do you think?" And he said, "It was kind of boring." And I said the same thing. It was boring. I don't, I don't game as much as I used to. Used to, yeah. That's the, that's the that's ironic the thing. Part. I don't have much time for as it either. As soon as I had the money, because I was working jobs and stuff, and I was in university, and I built myself like a $3,000 gaming rig. Yeah. I I stopped playing games. I didn't have time for it anymore. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I only do it... A, I play maybe like an hour at most. Yeah. 
If I, and if I have the time for it, right? Even worse, almost every time I sit down to play a game on my computer, it's just Minecraft. It's so yeah. casual, it's so easy to play. Well, you know what I'm addicted to right now is that Apex. Apex. Apex Legends. Yeah. Yes, the free one. And that's the funny thing is it's free, but it's it's one of those Battle Royale games, right? But those games are taking over and, and they, they're so super addictive. It's the weirdest thing. Like they're just super fun. But that one's fun because you can jump in and out of it and you don't feel like you, uh, like you just have to keep playing it. I don't know. I think that's the thing too. Like some games you like have to like put so much time into and like, like Assassin's Creed is like one of those games where you put so much time into, but they're but they're super fun. I like the reward. I, mean, I play a lot yeah. of Grand Theft Auto games and and those are fun. Skyrim, too. I think those like are fun for the story. Elder Grand Theft Scrolls Auto. and Fallout. And yeah, I'm big into those. Elder Scrolls I loved, but I could never get deep into the story. I always found that like. I would just put in the cheat codes and get all the dragon <laughs> armor, and I was like, "Let's just destroy things." I didn't really get big into the story, but I like collecting things. In yeah, these games, all the armor and. I think and that's weapons. what it is collect because even those even those uh, battle royale games are all about collecting, right? Mm -hmm. You go, you land, and you collect armor, you collect guns, and then you go and kill people. Like, that's I think that's what it is. It's the addiction of collecting things is what they found that people are super into, and that's what keeps people right. I won't stress your memory as much as asking about your first computer, but what are you running now? For my computer? Yeah. Uh, I have an AMD processor, FX oh, 8,000, 8,000, 8, so it's Yeah, okay. yeah, it, but you know what? I would never buy AMD again. No, don't. I would, the only reason I got it was because- they're, they're good value if you don't want to spend much money. They were just coming out with their new processors when I got it, and mine was kind of lagging. It was a uh, i7, but it was like the first generation of the i7s. Yeah, yeah, but it was a good processor. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, that thing would still kill oh, yeah. my new processor. Time, great. Yeah, and and it's still good. But but uh, I just needed something new, and uh, I didn't have as much money to invest into a gaming computer as I used mm. to have. So I bought it, and then I regretted it because the thing would crash constantly. But I finally <laughs> fixed it. I because I realized. It was overclocking itself in the BIOS because the motherboard probably had an overclocking button. Yeah, or it was. It was in the BIOS of the uh, of the motherboard. It was overclocking it, and I got so fed up with it overclocking and like just it would just crash. Right, I, I can't seem to get a stable run either. I've tried to overclock my. I have a Core i five forty six seventy K. Yeah, but older now. I bought it when I spent all my money on my gaming rig. But but yeah, I've never been. I overclock it and then i'll be good for like weeks and suddenly i'll be playing a game and it'll just crash yeah and i don't know I'm, I'm no good at that kind of stuff that's what it that's what mine was doing though it just kept overclocking itself so i went to the bios and i just fixed it. i stopped it from overclocking it was i think the memory was going over and i think the gpu memory it was trying to use more than what it had what gpu do you got in there uh i'm so bad right now i can't remember if it's been it was so the 8000 series processor did you keep your old gpu or was it new uh, at the same time i've gone time? through a few um amd still no i think okay. i i switched it out the one i have is really good usually what i do is like like i think was it the 1080 is the big one right GTX now for, 1080 yeah, is pretty big, yeah but what like i don't have the gtx right now but what i would do is if the 1080 is out i would buy like the 1060 or 1070 i usually buy one oh, step down that's fair yeah because i because you the 1080 is an amazing graphics card yeah but who needs a 1080 right yeah. like like unless you like freaking streamer on twitch games or whatever. will come out that utilize it and then if yeah. you're gaming at 4k or something you need it it's just like pro like the if you look at the latest greatest processor right right now that thing will run you like two grand yes but and that thing will still be out in like five years of diminishing returns where you yeah. can spend five hundred dollars on a processor and it's like 
85% as good as the one that's two grand. Yeah. So, you know, you might as well. And the thing is that they're not producing as much as those ones, so they, they just jump up the price right it's just like those led grow lights when uh mm-hmm. when and i was it looking, comes back yeah, around like circle yeah. when i was first looking at them hey, i can bring it back to gaming pcs but give so when i first was looking at these leds the ones the hlg that i was talking about before their prices were like they were high like yeah. really high but then it's because there's not that demand yet and they don't have enough of those they're like they're just strips right samsung makes them yeah. And they were ordering them, but they were ordering as much as Samsung was making, which wasn't a shit ton because Samsung didn't have a demand for it until these guys started messing around with them and realized how good they were. But that demand was so low that they were producing whatever they had, and then these guys are buying it all. Mm-hmm. But the price was astronomical because it's not like they have a dedicated factory that just makes yeah, those the lights. Well, now is high. Yeah, we're like now with legalization. And even in the states with legalization coming to each state individually, there's more of a demand now, right? And then now there's more production of that. So the price will steadily decrease because of that. The exact same thing happened in the PC gaming world. And you've been doing it long enough that you would know getting an RGB set up in your computer at one point in time would cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah. Nowadays, they put RBG on on everything yeah, yeah you can't buy a keyboard or a mouse no, without it well the funny thing too with the full circle stuff is look at keyboards for gaming mechanical keyboards yeah. were like a thing of the 80s right now yeah. they're we're, huge we're in gaming because of response time mm-hmm. you you like you touch that thing and you're doing whatever you did like i remember when i first it got feels that a thing lot better yeah it, it's really quick response time but i remember when i first got it i would Sometimes I just do this when I'm playing games, like kind of tap, tap yeah, with my with my thumb. It's a good clicky sound. Yeah, and then yeah. I would, I'd keep tapping the, the jump button though, and next thing you know, I'm like jumping down a hill, and I'm like, shit, didn't mean to do that because <laughs> I would just tap it. But the response time was, it was hard. Even typing on that thing was ridiculous at first because you're just like, oh my yeah, God, I'm typing letters fly. I didn't mean to touch. It's like, you probably use mostly membrane keyboards. They're very squishy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've I, used, I mean, I grew up. And I've used mechanical keyboards and whatnot, but for for what? When I was younger, really? Type and speak. Like some of, they had keyboards <laughs> like, from like, t- t- or was like it keyboards t- from like the eighties. Well, I mean, in school, the keyboards. The nineties, ni- they were all mechanical. Nineties too. Yeah, yeah, nineties. Because so I remember doing the typing class when I was yeah, in school. It was it was all keyboards were the new thing. And yeah. my, I don't remember. I my last one. Windows computer. Uh, the keyboard was mechanical as well. And nice. that yeah. was well into... Why didn't you carry it over to your Mac? Oh, somebody's here. Is it Tila? Yeah, it's Tila. Well, one of us has to leave to go let her in because I can't you, push the button. You go. Why don't you break because I really have to pee. Okay. Sure. Break. <laughs> we'll be back. Let's wrap this thing up. I should repeat on the first break. <laughs> Who knows how long she's telling us we have to wrap it up. Yeah. She, could be, she could be here for the closer. The problem with whiskey stones is that when you finish your drink, they fall and hit you in the teeth. Hello, Jesse. The sound of Bobby's thundering piss in the background. Probably sounds very strange in the microphone. He's still wearing his mic, isn't he? He's still wearing his mic. Oh no, he left it on the table. 
I'm not looking in front of my own face. You're smart for taking off your microphone before you did that. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Otherwise, we'd end up listening to just, just me thund- thundering bits. <laughs> <laughs> that happens at weddings sometimes. Yeah, the groom goes to the bathroom. Mic on? Yeah. Actually, how do you think? Oh, wait, yeah. I think you guys took it off me after the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we get stuck with a bunch of weird conversations. Like last time, the groom started complaining about, you know... He was very rude. He was complaining about Justin and I being the photographers, like being there, and he wanted to say more out. Act, didn't more he realize you guys could hear everything too? No, he didn't. And oh then, my it, God. Well, he figured it out after because he's like, "Wait a minute, I'm being recorded on this microphone." So he's like, "Groomsman or whatever." And Jesse's like, "What the?" And he told, us, "He's like, yeah, the groom was complaining that you were there when they were like getting ready, basically. Didn't really? Want the attention?" And I was like, "Well, they hired, they paid me to do it." Yeah. So, were oh, you well. not supposed to be there? He <laughs> should have been like. Pay me to not be there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> there was a point in the day, uh, he was trying. He was trying to be some kind of badass. I guess he's got a lot of money or something. But he was yeah. saying she he, thought we'd be done, so she came. But oh. instead, she's going to A and W. Oh, okay. So <laughs> hey, A and W again. I told it. To. So if you want something, we have to text her or order. You as well, if you. Want I'm okay. Something. Thanks, though. That's hilarious. She, I offered her to sit and wait. She's like, oh, no, I'll just go get us food. So I'm like, well, A.W. Uh, and a matzo burger for me. Matzo. Matzo. What'd I miss? Me Sorry, peeing. You, <laughs> you didn't take the microphone in with you? No, no. Too smart for, smart for that. <laughs> Some, uh, I hear the weirdest shit. Yeah, I bet. I told him. <laughs> I remember my conversations were pretty funny. Yes? <laughs> no, I'm okay. I gotta go soon. Thank you're you. not driving. I know. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll drink it quickly. Oh my god, Bobby wet. <laughs> okay, we gotta. That get, sounded really weird, we eh? Gotta, we gotta start talking. <laughs> see if this is any good. Really? Does it? I don't know. <laughs> not, not too much. Maybe half of a sh- shot. Thank you. Yeah, that's half. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. The, the ice cubes make it look more. Ice cubes make it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> These are fun though. Yeah, it's it's a good conversation. You kind of you you dip off to like different things, which is funny. But which is funny because Joe, even on Joe Rogan's podcast, I, they always venture off to. Do, but I think that's what makes it more interesting, right? Because if if we just sat here talking about pot the whole time, no, can I grab a coke? This was the last one. Oh. <laughs> Justin, uh, how about Mountain Dew? Yeah, sure. Okay. I got Something without caffeine? Is this anything else? Uh, Diet Pepsi with cherry. Sure, yeah. <laughs> less caffeine, probably the Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's the turbocharged Mountain Dew. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Not at this time of night. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> yeah. Caffeine works on me, that's for sure. <laughs> it definitely kicks me up in the morning. So I share my pop with Justin, and then he hides his in his bedroom. That dirty bastard. <laughs> Thank you. That prick, eh? Um, was he at the wedding? He was here on the video. Yeah, okay, I thought so, yeah. 
He was cracking up at our conversations too. We had you two laughing, didn't we? And we're back. <laughs> we're back. Um, no, we're we're funny people. I think <laughs> you're funny people. And it just works well. I I knew right from meeting uh, you and Callie that it was going to be a good mix, and I'm glad yeah. that you hired us. It was a that was fun. I think the couples I like the most that we've done tended to be more in their 30s, maybe even 40s sometimes, but it's never like the really, really young ones. It's hard to yeah. hard to relate for some reason. I can tell. That's because they're forced into marriage. <laughs> Possibly. I By their Italian parents. Tell <laughs> mistakes. With, uh, yeah. with the brides and grooms, when I meet with them and they just meet and talk business, Yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a bad wedding, but it's not going to be the best wedding. Yeah. When I can sit down and talk with a bride and groom or go to a microbrewery like we did when we met. Oh, oh that yeah, sounds it was cool. Fun. I wish I we go bench? Was it bench? I think so. Yeah, the it was one right in, beside uh, Balzac. Yeah, Port, Port Deluzi, right? yeah. It was good. And we sat and we talked and the mood lighting came on and whatnot. And it sounds was, romantic. Well, it was. <laughs> um... <laughs> And we talked for a long time, and I thought this this is going to be this is going to work out very very well. Yeah. And it did. I think we're pretty laid back people. On our too. end, it turned out okay. We're like yeah. yeah, we're like we're like stoners. We're really laid back. That <laughs> was fun. Even the venue said that too. They were when it started raining. I remember them saying uh, like like they just kept asking, "Is this okay if we do this?" Is I was like, "I don't care, like whatever." And then the guy was like, "Can you stop agree- like being so nice?" He's like, "You guys are the nicest people we've had." I'm like, "Well, I'm like, what do you want me to do? Freak out because it's raining?" Like, a lot of people would. Yep. Like, what, what am I? But like, where, how are we going to stop Bra- that? Bridezilla is a real thing. Yeah, they so many times. Dumb as much as possible. Oh, yeah. I've seen I've seen it rear its ugly head too many times. I think I I don't like that part. Yeah, of I'd the, hate that. The wedding but you gotta go like if like. When it's your wedding, you just go with it because you can't stop but it. It's some it's people, weather. you know, especially the younger people are yeah. like under a lot of pressure and like this is the thing that we're only going to do once. Or, so it's got to be perfect because they're younger. They're also the social media people, so they're like, oh, I need yeah. to have the best, yeah. most picturesque wedding. And they're, and they're scared too, I guess. Right? Like, like I guess when you like when me and Callie got married, it's more like you. Got, we got married because we wanted to, but also because you know, like it's just you feel like you're ready. Genuinely, yeah. After seeing uh, your entire day play back in front of me multiple, multiple, multiple times, yeah, I, I think you're you're a very genuine. That's the thing. Couple. Like we just you just kind of you know we have our moments where we bicker, and I'm I a, can imagine and there's I'm some big, very passionate arguments. Yeah, I'm a big bitch too. So you know, <laughs> I am. She's the more. She's the more. She's the better one. But you know, like. You have your moments, but you you genuinely know you want to be with that person. So there's no reason really to to get worked up at a wedding. Like it, like the, what we said afterwards was it 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 should be more of a party of celebrating, like with your friends and that, than it should be a wedding because weddings are too true or too traditional, like too hey, old. Hey, school. Hey, hey, it's hey. more of a church thing, right? Watch it. But they're, it's they're our still, bread and butter. But they're, but they're good. <laughs> you would not want it. But I would never do. Um, not just saying this because you said that, but I would never. <sighs> To have a wedding and not have that, Callie wanted. She's the one that wanted the videos, and I was the one that was more like, "Nah, it's stupid." I but then after that. seeing the video, I was like, "It was as, fun." I like the as video. Somebody like I am a photographer through and through. I do that more than I do the video stuff. Yeah, you're a videographer. I, if it was my own wedding, I'm not so worried about the photos. I yeah. want the video. Really? I like I like the video product a lot more. Oh wow, yeah. But the I mean, your wedding. Um, I knew going in. Because, unfortunately, with every wedding, 
there's beats that are always hit, right? And yeah. There's always a ceremony, stuff like that. But when you do something so differently, like the fact that you guys were all together before the ceremony, like a lot of people do the first look, but there was also personality in the Yours wedding. was really good for there the was first look. Yeah. The, there <laughs> I, was I the, love those photos. <laughs> there was the uh, music video aspect. So your wedding video, I actually got to be really creative with. Unfortunately, when people stick to the specific wedding timeline, like bridal prep, and then ceremony, and then photos, then reception, speeches, dances, garter, everything. Yeah. It follows a beat. And every so often, like, it'd be nice if you could play around with it and make it a non-linear wedding video, but then yeah. it gets weird. Well, remember our first dance? Yeah. It was right at the start when we walked in. And uh, I think Callie told me about that, and I was like, or, no, it was, it was uh, uh, who who's our DJ? Uh, uh, DJ Chocolate Thunder. Or, <laughs> that, uh, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Cavalier Entertainment. I call him DJ Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> That's a great name for him. Uh, he was the one that gave why, us an idea. But yeah, he's he's very good. He's been a very, very yeah, good... Uh, I liked him. He was good. And I liked that idea. Because when he said that, I was like, oh, fuck, that's a good idea. And he's like, the best thing about it is no one expects it. So he's like, when you do it. Except it's- for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're the only ones that were new about it, right? And everyone else that's was important. like. That's important. Yeah. Yes. But everyone else was like, oh, they're doing the first dance. And I was just like. It keeps the night. Suck moving. it. You don't know what's going on. Because I don't want everyone staring at me and do my first dance. Like, why do I even have to do that? Like, maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe it's too meta of the wedding industry and a bit too gloomy. It is. To put out there. But, it's too churchy. But. A lot of things that people that are going to have their, you know, say they're going to get married this year or something. A lot of times the wedding planner or somebody's going to tell you, hey, you should do this thing out of order, like you just said, or you're going to do something else. Yeah. They've said that to uh, dozens and dozens, maybe hundreds of people. Yeah. And it's more common than you think. I talked to a bride and groom this past Sunday, and they were very candid in asking me questions. And yeah. I told them, and it, it's, it is 100% honest. Uh, your and Callie's wedding was unique. Yeah, it's 100% unique in how you guys did it, mm-hmm. right? The uh, the British candy bar. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. All yeah. very cool. Like the personality, the speeches yeah. and everything. It was very personal. Yeah. However. Are you bashing our wedding? Ev- no. Every <laughs> wedding. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, not just yours. But every wedding, no matter how personal you make it, yeah. still hits those points. So you really have to work hard to personalize it yeah. because... From our perspective, and I guess it's the cynical side of things, we see the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we yeah. see the weddings that are very creative and unique. And then we see the ones where the brides and grooms are all like, oh, but we planned this, we planned this, and we planned this. Like, okay, but you planned a wedding. Like, you didn't do anything differently. And the yeah. ones that do make it unique. Your wedding is always, and I'm not just saying this because you're here or whatever. Yeah. But your wedding will always be kind of on the upper the upper echelon of memories just because of how different it was. Yeah. And what you asked for. Good like the eighty style photos. Yeah. And, and the dinosaur ones. The dinosaur yeah. and the T Rex. I think one. that's also because we're not really traditional people. You can't tell. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. We're not like uh not that I would ever bash people. We're not religious. We're not, we don't believe anything. This is so. back to the boundary dissolution thing of like psychedelics or just, just being sort of relaxed in general about yeah. things. It's, it's, you, it's less culty. It's less um, <laughs> group forming. Yeah. Perhaps. It's, it's, it's true though because, because like. You don't need to identify with groups. No, exactly. And, and I think that was also the way I was raised and Callie was raised. It, it, I was raised really laid back. 
Um, Once again, you can't tell. <laughs> my, I, I wasn't, but I feel more laid back I, than my parents. That's for I sure. was yeah. born and raised Catholic. Same. I broke out of the confinement no, same. early, early on. I went to a Catholic high school, but only See, because only because the public school I was supposed to go to was terrible. It was brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at, at the time, Catholic schools had uh, like a good education, right? It was more for that. Yeah. Uh, I went to mass once, and then my mom called in sick for me every time after that. So <laughs> I believe in just doing, if, if I am a good person, like almost the That's karma a thing. principle. Yeah. Um, where we're if you get, do good. We're going to get all philosophical. No. I like it. No, um, let's do it. I think if you do well or you do good things, even if we're wrong, right? Like even yeah. if there is a God, if you do good, then okay. theoretically you should be okay. Yeah, so, and that's. I think that's the what religion was the basis of when it probably started was just being a good person and not being a piece of shit. I don't know. I don't know if that's what it started out as. I think it's more applicable today than maybe it was in the past. Yeah. Like, like yes, it's set laws but it was very strict about stuff it was a lot of yeah exactly sense, i think that's maybe what the you're right it's probably, that's probably what the basis it's of it laws is now just giving yeah. order to things but now yeah. it's more about morality I'd say. yeah and i think uh i don't think we need maybe some people do but i don't think we need it as much in this society if you can draw the boundary between you know what makes a good person and, and what makes a you know less good or bad person ted bundy <laughs> <laughs> Socio- bad person. Sociopath. Charles Manson. Bad person. Yes. <laughs> Although great songwriter. <laughs> I have a friend who, over the course of the years of knowing this friend, they have okay, uh, they and I have occasionally had religious talks. It's not you, although yeah. we have probably um, on here even, and. I was always surprised because I, again, born and raised Catholic, but I've jumped Mm -hmm. back and forth between wanting to believe, being atheist, just being really, really confused. And when I talk to him, he's like, oh, yeah, like I believe in higher power, yada, yada, yada. And recently they started going back to some sort of church. It's not a Catholic church, but they started. Who is it? I'm just keeping it's Justin. Fine. It's Justin. Oh, okay. Justin has started to go back it's not to a church. I'm not going to stick with it. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah. So he started going back on a very frequent basis. And just the other week I asked him because it's I'm just always curious about it. Because yeah. it's been a long time since I went to church religiously. Yeah. Right? On a week-to-week basis. I thought that was funny. Um, we go to a lot of churches. We do. Right? I, during the summer That's quite true. often. Yeah, I you do guys, go to church yeah. quite often. But I asked him. Is it making a difference? Do you feel like it's making a better impact on your life? Now, it's not That's a Catholic a good question, church. Actually. I don't know what religion it is. I think it's more of a like a well, I mean, community. It's, it's Christianity, but it's, it's Christianity. It's the Freemasons. <laughs> He's becoming Jewish. <laughs> that, that's a long process. He's doing it for the money. <laughs> um, but I said, is it helping you? Like, is the structure helping you or the, yeah. the homilies or lessons or speak? speak uh, what did he speeches? say? He said yes. Really? And he... At I guess time, if it helps him as an individual feel better like, than... It's... Depending on what church you go to, I've been to some of them where it's not Catholic, where you're listening to a homily about the the chapter in the bible where the priest is talking about like good deeds and whatnot and those when the priests are young and relatable and stuff like preachers are young and relatable 
that's where I think there is value. It is still kind of culty. That's the thing I can't get over to. If it's helping people, yeah, then it's okay. As long as it's helping people and they don't hurt anyone else, I guess, in the process. I know several people that are going to church on a regular basis because of a significant other. And it's yeah, it's an not because they thing, choose to that, right? Yeah, I I know somebody who is is dating um, a woman who's come from abroad or whatever, and and she goes to church for every Sunday, and it's so funny because I've heard about like the conversations they have in the morning, like oh we're gonna go to church or whatever, and then it's like oh Jesus fucking Christ, yeah, we gotta, gotta go to that, that, right? And then, and then it seems like you know to appease her, he's sort of gotten into it, and I guess maybe he gets something out of it. It, it's a strange thing where you can sort of be pulled into somebody else's ideology just by yeah. proximity. No, does that make him happy though? Uh, as an individual, maybe it does. Maybe because they if have it a doesn't, better, then he's going for the wrong. But reasons, if you get a right? be- better relationship out of it, then maybe it's worth it, even just for that reason alone. But I think I think uh, if it doesn't make you feel good personally, then what's the point, right? Like, but does it make him feel good personally? Because if that's he's not, thing. if he's not arguing with his wife or fiance yeah. or girlfriend every Sunday, not he is feeling better. I think this is how people get dragged into religions. Yeah. <laughs> um, Didn't need it in your life before, but hey, it makes things run smoothly now, so why not? I, Every I, Sunday, we don't argue. <laughs> I have dated atheists. Yeah. I have dated heavily Catholic, and I ha- am currently dating Catholic, but somewhere in between. Right? Yeah. Like, not church every Sunday. You, you never like atheists, but believes in aliens? Uh, doesn't believe. What? <laughs> Sorry, what? I have, I have some friends that are like, I'm not religious, but I think aliens created us or no. something. I had, I dated Evolution somebody did. who, she came to visit me when I was in the hospital, and I was high out of my mind the entire time in the hospital, and I remember that a... Back surgery. Yeah, back surgery. Oh, yeah. That a... Drug yet for that. Pardon? They'll drug yet for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um, but some... I don't know if it was a priest or it was just like a religious counselor came in to talk to me and I'm just like, whatever. And this girl shooed this person out. Like I, I think, especially in a time of great stress and whatnot, I'm willing to talk. I'm willing to listen. I always am. Yeah. She was not. She shooed them out. And I was like, well, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> she was not a good person though. So I think there's, there's like an entirely different atheist. Well, like if you don't believe, like I, you could have, I, like I don't consider myself yeah. anything, right? Like, yeah, I don't. I'm not an atheist. I, I just. But don't. you're a good person. Yeah, yeah that's all. That's uh, that's. To be honest, that's my belief of what, um, what I should be as a like. I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in afterlife. I don't believe in anything. And, I think you're just dead, and that's would it. Would argue that that makes you an atheist, but <laughs> see, the thing is, if I, you don't want to identify with the no, word, I don't want to identify as anything. I, I'd rather just like you said. I'd rather just. Be a good person, live my own life. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to title on on myself. I don't yeah. want to put well, anything. Because I just Bobby. Don't, Bobby. yeah. Bobby I just like I just I live my life. I live my life to what I find enjoyable and what makes me happy. And if it makes me happy and it doesn't hurt other people, then I'm living a good life, right? Now, have you ever thought? Kind of goes back, and we get to go philosophical. What if you're wrong? Like, well, you're, wrong. you're not doing bad things, I, so I think you're okay. Yeah. But what if somebody... Because there's a lot of criminals out there, and yeah. I, am, I am generalizing, that because of their background, because of their, like, actual ethnicity... ethnicity I hope not. Hmm? 
You gonna blame race? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, because of their ethnicity, they're very religious, right? Like Spanish culture is very religion, yeah. religious. But there are some Spanish criminals out there. You see them on TV. You see them on like just everything. They they do pray a lot and whatnot. So the fact that they're committing—I don't know where I'm going with this. The fact that they're committing <laughs> crimes, Keep the cake. but there's they're lo- still praying. There's lots of religion in prisons. It's because it's a way to atone for your sins in a sense, and it's maybe yeah, a, but there's a lots chance of like to feel better for what you've done. Yeah. It's out a chance to sort of remove your your culpability in the things you've done. Say, so, yeah, okay, that's true. I've done these horrible things, but you know what? God says it's okay. Yeah, now he's forgiving me, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's okay to. It's coming to terms with things yourself. Yeah, and I I think maybe uh, if you just had that mindset of maybe not doing those things in the beginning, <laughs> then you wouldn't be praying to some god asking for forgiveness, right? Uh, like, it depends on the crimes too. I mean, you can't say somebody that's I don't know committed some kind of tax fraud is like a horrible person. Yeah, they're just like, they're god. looking to get ahead of society through means of other yeah, people. And you know, maybe it's selfish. Maybe there's other repercussions yeah, that's, for yeah, fellow it's human just selfish, beings. Yeah. But it's not this huge moral depravity. It's it's. Each crime is different. There's many things you can get sent to jail for that are not necessarily despicable crimes. Yeah, like some possession are. of marijuana used sure, to be one of them. Exactly. That's true. You know, possession so of marijuana in the U.S. with with the black community is a big one. Yeah, people you see sent people, to jail yeah, you, you see people getting life in prison in the black community for possession of marijuana just based charges, on their skin yeah. color, based on the state, right? Uh, like. That's yeah. crazy that someone could be in prison for life based on marijuana. It's, it's injustice because they're not any you know worse than most of everybody yeah. else on the outside. That, that's the thing going back to drugs though too. Is I don't think any drug should be illegal. I think certain drugs should be controlled in as, and not controlled, but like uh, I don't think we should imprison people for their abuse of something. I think we should treat them for it. Yeah, that's like, a pretty modern sort of view on things. Kind of yeah. Hi- we're, we're not in a hybrid way of doing that, but we do have the safe injection stuff. So at least yeah, that, people like that, that helps. have to do it, or yeah. they, I guess somebody has well, to do like, it, but they do to mitigate but something. Gonna, that do that it. type of person will do it. But like, I think instead of imprisoning them and putting them somewhere where they're just going to get out and do it again, we should we should help them and, and try to you know help them fight that instead of just imprisoning them for it. Um, I don't think any drug should be illegal, though. Um, and I think we're starting that with cannabis. And then I well, think I think mushrooms will be the next one. Weed is weed, weed is a, a gateway drug to legality. Maybe it is. Gateway. We're, we're looking up on an up note. Is there anything that we maybe you want to talk about before we end this thing? Because it is getting a little... Except late. for round two. Yeah. I, think, I think in round two, I'd like to talk about cannabis more. I don't think, think I got so. to dive into it as much as I wanted to. You can to. make notes and be organized because nah. we don't do that. We're yeah, just, I'll do that then for next time because I would like, to, I'd love to hit it a bit more. Gotta bring some samples though. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, well next time I will have samples. <laughs> okay. I'll have some Jack Herrera ready. Uh, I got OG Kush coming next. And, and hello to my grandmother and other family members <laughs> that will see me high on camera. You know, this is this is two hours in, everybody's given up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Except for Callie, Callie's still listening. Hi, Callie. <laughs> If you are listening, comment. On that high note, I'd like to say good night to everybody. Thanks for listening. Oh, one thing I want to mention, though, is can we have songs in this in this podcast can you put music in here maybe what do you mean i would love to choose an intro for my for my podcast sure, i think that it. should per, you should personalize everyone we, we should talk about that off camera i think we should yeah, yeah. yeah. have a good night yeah everybody. good night good Bye. great over here good night <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun <laughs>